what is going on, everybody? It's your boy, Marsh, live. I am live. It is Tuesday, June 2nd. Uh, I'm here with my very good friend, my brother from another mother, uh, my woe working on our working, uh, whatever, on excellence, right? Whatever that is. Um, uh, drained today, guys. Uh, Kyle is drained today. How are you feeling, bro? Uh, I can see it on my face, bro. I'm sure yeah. you can see it. I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah, you hopped on. I was like, you okay, bro? And you're like, yeah, man, I'm good. I was like, are you just really stoned? Or And you're like, no, I'm just fucking tough day. Um, and we're just getting started for the day. And so if you're tuning in and watching this, you guys, whether it's live, whether it's on replay, whether it's on podcast, I have a question for you. Have you ever had a tough day? Have you ever woke up in the morning and literally the first thing when you put your foot in the bed was you felt resistance or you knew what you had to do that day or maybe what you had to talk about or deal with was something you didn't want to deal with. So possibly you just felt drained right from the get-go. Gillen gang, or even if you don't know me, or even if you're just watching to hate and show up and be mean and uh, angry, like you're welcome here too. Like we love you. But I'm curious, like, have you ever woken up angry? Um, I'm angry, bro. Like I'm angry. I feel angry. Yeah. How, how, how are you feeling right now? Just not about anything particular, but how you feel, how do you, how you feel about life right now? Hmm. Um, for me personally, yeah, share it, just, bro. Because uh, a lot of people are feeling this way. Yeah. I'm just like all over the place. <laughs> is the best way to put it. Like, I kind of talked, touched on it the show uh, on the show yesterday. I feel like I'm being pulled from multiple different directions, and um, that's just because like my inner, like literally my energy feels pulled in so many different areas of, in life. It's like it's almost like. I have to get, yeah, my entire, like every area of my life is like, this is yeah. the time to like get it all together. And like the energy that's going on and just everything that's going on and a lot of the hate and the anger uh, is making me realize how much hate and anger I still have in, built and not built, but suppressed inside of me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's an excellent observation, bro. And I think it's like, dude, that's, I think that's what a lot of people are dealing with because there's so many things going on right now that it's literally challenging every single aspect of us as a human. It's like religion and sexuality and, uh, and what you think of other races and like, do you, are, do you play into fear and are you healthy? And is it, is it right to be locked in your home? And, mm. and like, it's not fair that the jobs are taken away and why this and this, like there's literally every single identity that people have is under attack right now. And so everybody feels drained and it's crazy dude, because, um, I'm just like, all lives matter. Like, that's how I feel. And that's one of the things I'm really drained on right now. And we're going to go get into that. But first and foremost, um, we're only three minutes into the episode. And um, people are probably already going to want to turn off or they're already like writing a, a, some kind of bad um, comment because they want to, that now they're done. They're two now. I say, right. it's all lives matter. And all of a sudden, that's not what I align with. And I'm shutting down. And now I'm going to, uh, I'm going to insert my dominance and my thinking uh, below. Now, we could say that about anything. Like the topic could be anything, but uh, people love, like we talk about all the time, to find a catalyst in the world and extend in this external reality to reinforce uh, whatever their narrative is that, that narrative is that's going to make them feel the feeling they want. And so a lot of people don't realize that uh, your emotions are literally a drug. It's a hormone, and so your thoughts mm. a chemical as a uh, uh, an electrical response that creates a uh, an electrical action that creates a chemical response. And so the hits of dopamine or hits of serotonin or hits of uh, endorphins, like whatever it is, is it's a, it's literally a drug. And so people don't understand that they become addicted 
to their pain. You and I, you're a type one, you're a type one diabetic. And so you know that something we talk about a lot is that we don't believe that disease is final. Like you right. and I believe 100% that uh, you can heal any disease, even type one diabetes. And when we say that, which you still haven't, but that's part of the mission is you're like, okay, well, I have my whole life. So I'm going to see if I can figure out this part. Right. Like when people hear you and I go, oh, you can heal yourself from any disease. It makes a lot of people fucking angry because they lost uh, a loved one to cancer or their dad died of Alzheimer's or uh, their child had cancer or the, and they go, well, fuck you. You don't know what it's like to lose a fucking parent to cancer. And I'm like, okay, well, you don't understand how cancer even actually becomes a thing. It's not real. We're not born with cancer. We create it in, in our energetic field. And um, so people will go, well, I'm not going to, I'll go, well, let, let me walk you through this. Cause I didn't believe this until I thought I had cancer. And then I relearned it. And then I was like, holy fuck is why doesn't everybody know this? And so let me walk you through it. And they go, no, you're a fucking idiot. I'm not going to listen to you. Why would I listen to you? you? You're one of those fucking crazy people. And like rage, because all I said was, Yo, did you know that you can heal any disease? I'll show you how. Oh, fuck you. My dad died of cancer. You don't know what it, you're right. I don't know what it's yeah. like, but it's not fair that your di dad died of cancer. It's not fair that you got, that you had to lose him. And that creates hurt and pain. Now, if we were diving into your dad's life, was he a smoker? Did he eat well? Did he, did he uh, drink cancerous things? Did he work around things that could give him cancer? Did he have a poisonous mindset where he was constantly an asshole and worried about everything, suppressed every single emotion in him? Like, oh no, we don't want to look at dad as possibly not being whatever idea we wanted him to be, even though he never was. And so instead, we're mad at our dad for not accepting us. We're mad at dad for uh, not totally, or maybe not, maybe it was like, I had a great relationship with my dad. Either way, then you're like, it's not fair that the only person in my life that ever understood me was taken from me when nobody else does. Now I'm all, all right. alone. You're only reinforcing the fucking feelings that support the drug addiction that you have to staying stuck and in pain. People go, why is it harder to, why is it easier to go back into pain than it is going pleasure? You guys, it's just neuroscience. And that's what we're going to talk about today on fucking this show is not, um, not neuroscience, but like your willing ignorance to stay fucking stupid. Like the, people have been seeing me like um, commenting lately saying these things, bro. I, I'm gonna, I, I said this before we turned on, but like my, my anger that I feel this morning is not over black and white and red and woman and this and that it's over fucking lazy people that make excuses. And this upsets people when I say this. And for I, me, it, so. it, it seems like it's because I'm angry with myself for the laziness and the excuses for so long. hundred percent. And, but people don't realize that because they're not usually willing to take a look inside the pain and go, where's this really coming from? Okay, Marshall's an asshole. He doesn't get it. He, he clearly doesn't understand this whole Black Lives Matter thing. Okay, perfect. Let's just say that you're right. You're not right in my reality, but let's just say you're right in your reality. Okay, cool. Like, cool. That is your right to experience life and experience me as a catalyst to reinforce whatever you do. Perfect. Cool. You can hate me. That's fine. I love you, but you can hate me. And so if you hate me because I just don't get it. I used to love Marshall, but I just... You don't get this, Marshall. And this is what, and I've gotten so many messages like this, bro. We're going to go into one of my Facebook posts right now. And we're going to pull everything up and we're going to go right through that and see. We're going to unpack it. There's a lot of allegations being thrown around. And mm -hmm. uh, so people are like, you don't get it. I'm unfollowing you, right? But it's like, dude, you've got to understand that that might be fair. But then where else in your experience as a human, like, okay, you're right. You hate Marshall. He doesn't get it. Okay. But besides that, let's put him over here. What else in your life is in that category where you're like, yeah, I would put that over here too. Like where else do you, does rage incite? 
when you're in traffic. Mm. Like, See, you know, I, I believe that's why I, I have been, or for the, the longest stay silent about a lot of things is because I know that I don't have my shit together. Yeah. So as soon as I start throwing out shit, yeah. it's like, okay, but I know that I don't have, but that's all true yeah which is it which is i'm understanding that's what i'm seeing is like right where i'm at right now it's just like 100 if i'm if i'm that. so hurt and broken on the inside that i can only find acceptance and feel validation for my opinions by joining in into the rioting and looting because it reinforces the narratives mm -hmm. that white people hate blacks then you're a fucking weak person not because you're black but because your self-awareness is fucking shit and, and you're not stopping to ask good questions that doesn't make you a bad person it makes you a loser but again, I've said this for years. So if you want to attack me for one broadcast, go ahead. But I've said it for years. Being a loser is not a noun. It's like an adjective. It's, it's a losing. You, you just because I've been a fucking loser most of my life, but not because Marshall Gillen is a loser, but because I took losing actions that created losing results, which then makes me a loser. Not because I'm being a fucking asshole, because that's what it is. When you lose, you're a loser. Like, but people take it so personal because they were called a loser somewhere else in their life or they were made to believe that they were a loser by their stepfather or whoever. So then they, every single fucking thing for the rest of their life that makes them feel like a loser or triggers into that subconscious programming, they're going to react in rage because anger and rage is a proactive emotion for people who've been hurt, for people with unresolved trauma. You react proactively to triggers in your reality with rage to protect yourself from being hurt. It's so fucking simple. And so I'm never going to stand here and go black lives matter, blue lives matter, white lives matter, yellow lives matter, women lives like no motherfucker, all lives matter. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I need to draw lines and create separations within that is the problem. And so I'm like under attack for saying all lives matter. I'm like that. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to me. That's ridiculous. Just because I am in love with all people and I think all lives matter does not take away from the black community. Guess right. what else he's saying? All, go ahead. I don't like when I when I saw you post that. Like nothing in my being made me go like, "Oh fuck, Marshall." Um, and I guess that's. I mean, I I know from my personal experience that we were talking a little bit earlier, like how I'm like just uh, learning right now. Like I'm, I realized I'm very uneducated, so I'm just like. Yeah, getting educated as we speak on a bunch of stuff. So it's like that's kind of why I'm impartial. Um, but even so, like I've never looked at somebody's opinion and felt the need to right. block them and say fuck you and like act like they don't exist. Like I can hate, like hate, quote unquote, hate your opinion or dislike it or uh, not agree and still like that's like you as a person. <laughs> that's the beauty of being alive. I'm like, dude. Just because I just because I think all lives matter, that doesn't take away from me. It doesn't take away from you. I, and and so let me make this a concept that maybe more people can understand. Like I always think it's funny. I'm a pretty well built guy, and so whenever I go to a new gym, um, if anybody's a gym goer, you know exactly what I mean. The gym time, you, we all have a little slot at the time that we go to the gym, and you only see your people during that time, and you never really talk to them, but y'all know each other. You're all like, oh yeah, that dude and that dude. You know you do what kind of workouts you do because you do it all together. And then somebody slides in somebody new, and we're all like, well, who the fuck is this guy? Or who the fuck is that girl? What? And especially if you're all right looking and you have a good build, like when I go to new gyms, people will like be eyeballing the fuck out of me like other big guys, like looking at me, like just want hating, right? And I'm like, bro, me being here working out right now doesn't take any way, anything away from your workout. Like you can still do your workout just the same. I don't take away from that. And it's the same principle. I mean, I say that tongue in cheek and people, but, but 
people that want to reinforce the narrative, which is inside of them, that subconsciously triggers them and then they react in anger, they won't listen to that. They go, that's not the same. Yeah, it is. Like to me, yes, it is. Am I, re yeah. I respect the reality? To you, yeah, yeah, regardless of what I think or they think, to you, that's what it is. So that's the beautiful thing about being alive. That's the beautiful thing about being alive. We're going to go through this Facebook post here in one second, but here's a great example. I, how long have you been knowing me? A year. How long have you seen me wear this t shirt or wear International Network Hearts hats? How many a year? I mean, all day, all the time, literally fucking all the time. If you go to marshallgillen.com, literally, you'll see a tab, Save the Children. Like it, it leads directly to that. Yeah, I was speaking for years for International Network Heart out in San Diego for free at their galas, at their fundraisers, at uh, 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 meet the public kind of things. I went down there every week, multiple times a week, sometimes playing with just playing with the kids for hours with with the with the vice president. Like that doesn't make me better or worse. But all I'm saying is, just, again, I'm going back to this because it's easy to it's it's a good catalyst to use. We can sit here and say Black Lives Matter, but what where why don't child lives matter? There's 40 million people trafficked every single year. Human slavery is bigger now than ever. What, why can't we talk about that? Why is it that we just get pick and choose? Why is it? Why? Why are my? Why are people mad that I, all lives matter? Does it mean, Kyle, that when I say all lives matter, that I'm taking anything away from save the children? Does it mean when I say all lives matter that I'm taking away from women who have domestic abuse? Does it change that when I say all lives matter that I'm I'm taking away from a community? No. No. Like, what do you? Um. Because I've been seeing people's rebuttal to that being. Uh, you don't get it. Talking about, uh, yeah, and I, which I know this ends up being a reflection internally, but what do you, like for Marshall, what do you see when you see people rebuttal with, well, if, if uh, something about if the neighbor's house is on fire and the fire yeah. trucks come, like they don't spray all the other houses, okay. they spray the one that's on fire. What, what does Marshall say to that? I'll show you. Cause that's, oh, I, perfect. Got, <laughs> I got, listen, I got that. That was twice. Got this one here from Tim Van Vandeman, um, whoever Tim is. Um, uh, and then another one down here, just right before we hopped on best way I've seen to explain. I'm like, uh, that, or no, that's not it. Sorry. Um, right. Just for the audience, we're going to go through all of these. I think we should, uh, and it's my show. So if you guys don't like it, um, don't tune in, uh, I'll say in all lights. So let's read it for the podcast listeners. Uh, right now, you guys who are not here, I'm on my personal Facebook page this morning. I made a post that said all lives matter. That's it. Uh, all capital letters uh, on a big black background. So all lives matter. Um, I am very blessed and fortunate that that the majority of people that follow me are big fans of mine and, and they think like me. And that's just that they're, that means they're entrepreneurs. Um, and entrepreneurs are people who didn't settle for the status quo and we broke free. And that's what entrepreneurs are. We're people that take a bigger than a normal financial risk to solve problems as a business. And so for entrepreneurs who are mostly my network, Kyle, like as you know, yours, yours too, um, a lot of your network, mine is almost yeah. exclusively all entrepreneurs. So most of the people that see my stuff um, they agree with me because they they know what it they they know that that having success and, and happiness in life or being wealthy has zero has nothing to do with um, the color of your skin or what gender you are. Okay, there's examples of every gender, of every color, of every race, of every religion, whatever having success. Okay, so the blueprint is there. What successful and wealthy people know is that by creating habits and rituals that allow you to have more success, that's how you change. We're going to talk about that in the second half of the show. Because a lot of my friends right now, they're like, um, they're supporting the all lives because they realize like all lives do matter. I, like I've been wearing this make money matter bracelet for ever since I met Cole and Thrive three years ago. Like I run a for purpose business. We talk about this. I, I yeah. realize as an entrepreneur that I'm a, a, a superhero. So we make money to give away. Mm. You gonna say something, Kyle? Yeah. No, no, no. I was just oh. listening. Yeah. Um, that, that's a that's a great way to look at it. And that's honestly, you, um, 
you planted the seed with talking about that because that's what uh, my dad and I are also working on is like shifting towards um, like making money matter and doing right. a for-purpose business. Okay. My, my, my mentor Cole Hatter said, if you need a million dollars to live your dream life, perfect. Go out and make $2 million, give a million of it away and keep a million for yourself and live your dream life. And so like the reason that I feel like I can stand up here and do this is because I told Kyle, I told Kyle earlier, I, I've been a victim of racial profiling my, when I was younger all the time. I was doing a bunch of shady shit and I, and I looked Mexican as fuck back then. I used to have a shaved head. I used to fucking wear a, a completely shaved head. I wore a bandana around my shit, fucking throwback jerseys, Tim's, like fucking, you know what I mean? Like mm. I looked like a gangbanger. I've been racially, racially profiled. I've been fucked up by the cops. I've been detained and held, arrested and held overnight uh, illegally. Like when I wasn't, when they got me for public intoxication, I wasn't even drinking in San Diego. This was like five, six years ago. Like based on race, racial profiling, I've been on the streets. I've done violent crimes that I wasn't, wasn't caught for. I've sold drugs. I've bought drugs. I've been to crack houses. I've, I've done crazy shit. I've been in and out of the system. And like I've done the, I, so it's easy for people to stand there and reinvalidate in the, uh, their experience and try to look at Marshall and be like, you don't get it. And I'm like, no, fuck you, bro. You don't get it because you're fucking lazy. If you truly cared about changing your life, you would tune into my show and you would listen, or you would tune into something that was resourceful and you would try to, you not that you're right or wrong, but you would try to grow your opinion instead of rooting down in it. Right. It's like fucking thing in your life that you can find to validate your piece, your shitty fucking existence that you have because you've never done the work to change yourself. Most entrepreneurs in my community think all lives matter because we did the fucking work. The black people in my life, in my in my experience, they're not complaining about this. They, but that also doesn't mean that they don't think racism doesn't exist. Just because I say all lives matter doesn't mean that I'm that I'm ignorant to the fact that racism exists in this country. Just because I say all lives matter doesn't mean that I'm not supporting my black community. It doesn't right. mean any of that. It means that to you doesn't mean that to me. Uh, my track record with fucking what I have done speaks that. If you ever watch my content, listen to it. It's been live for four years. It says the same fucking thing. And so, no, I will not. I, I personally, to Kyle and to everybody, listen, I will not play into this bullshit that the media, that the establishment created to make all you fucking people fight. It's mm. stupid. I made a video about this the other day on, on Facebook and Instagram, and it was really well received. And I got some really hateful comments for it too. I was like, y'all are stupid. You're all stupid. You guys are doing exactly what they what they want us to do. It's fucking stupid. It's dumb, and I still think that. And if you think that I'm dumb for saying that, or you think that that makes me that ununderstanding, that I don't understand what that means, that I don't get it, then no, bro, you don't get it. And it's because you're weak, and it's because you're fucking lazy. And I don't care who is offended by that. I mean, Kyle, how easy how easy has it been to pick yourself up off the fucking ground and out of the mud from the day that you had a gun pointed to your head and wanted to kill yourself? How easy has it been, bro? <laughs> I, uh, not easy at all. Not <laughs> um, easy at all. It's like, even though I talk about feeling blissful and talking about not wanting to leave the planet, I still like, I still feel the same emotions that I, were, I was feeling a year ago. Like uh, you feel those same emotions growing, uh, while you're growing and going, um, through new experiences. Uh, however, I just know now that like with learning new knowledge about how we talked a little bit about, um, healing yourself with epigenetics and, and all that stuff. Like now that I know that's always there for me, like I don't get back into depression. I just feel these emotions and I start to 
uh, how you talk about before playing the conscious observer and um, just do my best in being aware of what's going on right now. And that's why for me personally, at, at this moment, I said um, I've been staying quiet because I um, am uneducated simply. And um, I just need to to get more um, perspectives from different uh, views and, and align it with how I feel. And, and um, that's kind of what led to yesterday when I, I saw uh, two um, ladies and a gentleman yesterday just standing like not even two blocks from my house, well, about three blocks from my house um, on my way home yesterday. And um, also having a conversation this past weekend with one of my good friends who's African-American, just being, saying like, bro, like from your perspective, like what, what, what could I do as a friend for, to support um, you? Uh, just like getting that kind of perspective, having these conversations, trying to see um, what's really going on because dude, I'm fucking lost. <laughs> like with everything, like I, um, like, I don't even know what to believe. And it's almost like, uh, that thing you talked about when all of your beliefs are challenged. Um, damn, what was that we talked about a long time ago? Uh, when all your beliefs are challenged, like, like you, I mean, shit just starts going like unaligned. Like that's basically where I'm at. So yeah, hundred percent. And, but, but it's not been easy is what I'm saying. No, not, no, not at all. Like I'm like, clearly like you can see it on my face today. Like I'm, I was almost every live we go on. I start to feel that resistance because this is new to me. It's like, right. okay, you always run away yeah. when you're changing your life, when you're try starting to get the success. And I'm like, I'm not going to do it this time. Like I'm, right. I, so, I'm showing up. Let's, let's go through this post because that's all I'm saying. Like you, it wasn't, it hasn't been easy for me. It hasn't right. been, it's not easy for anybody. So like, just because I'm saying that everybody's lives and these stories and experiences matter doesn't mean I'm taking away from anything. Your experience, your experience. Gary Vee, for entrepreneurs out there, people that want to learn how to finally become an entrepreneur, Gary Vee says it all the time. He's like, like women get paid less or it's not easy to do this or my parents want me to do that. And he's like, okay, like, so what? Like the world's not going to fucking apologize you for the way it is. You have still got to learn how to heal yourself regardless if you're right or wrong, regardless if racism exists. Because at the end of the day, if you wake up and you have unresourceful thoughts and emotions that create unresourceful actions, then regardless if you're right or wrong, you're going to continue to get unresourceful results, period. That, it's that fucking simple. It's just, it baffles me at how many people want to tell me I don't understand because they don't understand. Right. Let's go through, let's go, let's go through this Facebook post. I want to show you guys what's up. I'm getting a lot of crazy shit. And the biggest thing, the, listen, Kyle, the biggest reason I told you this on, the, on our pre-production call um, the reason I want to go through this post real quick is because I, if I'm angry that people question my integrity. I'm angry by that because I felt like my stepdad disrespected me for so long and always made me like feel so worthless that I've worked my entire life to make other people not feel like that. And I know that. And so when people question my integrity, I instantly get triggered back to a subconscious programming from my stepfather that I have to mm. work feeling every day. And I told Kyle on the phone earlier, I said, I told him generally, I said, I'm excited about this. I said, I'm generally excited about all of this hate that I'm getting from this post because the old Marshall has always been triggered. And I'll go, no, you don't understand. You, you don't know my fucking life. You don't know my story. And this is why Andrew and this like, and Feeling I'm like, like, you have to explain yourself. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, why? I'm like, Marshall, that is, you then become part of the problem. You, the same mechanism inside of me that makes me feel like I have to do that is the same mechanism inside of somebody that makes them feel like they have to go protest or makes them 
feel so like that's what I, a riot. So, so that's what I'm like feeling right now is I'm, I'm feeling like I have to validate um, my opinion by right. by um, not speaking like talk. what I – okay. We don't because I'm like, yeah. I, I, bro, you know how much – you know how much hard work I put into my life. I mean yeah. I've been working on myself harder than – I mean literally I'm nonstop because I, I, I learned a long time ago. I was like the better I can make myself, the more I can have in life. Like, and then if we want to get spiritual, about and the more it, you can give hundred percent and give it, the more you give, the more you get. I don't have, because I give, I give because I have, mm. no, I don't give because I have, I have, because I give, I flip-flopped that my dyslexia. I, I do that. I, I do that with a lot of yeah. the, uh, sayings I try to. And so it's just like, dude, it's like, I, I, I just, I, I just want to make everybody aware that they have a choice to choose what feelings they want to feel. It's like, wake up in the morning. You don't feel good. You feel like you need to rage. Like maybe your life is not set up that great. And so I want people to understand that I'm excited about people coming against me because I've always chose the lesser road, but no more. I want to be, take the high road. Cause I, I truly believe I, my whole life, bro, has been hate and anger and hostility. I grew up in a, in a household, with my stepfather for 14 years, that was nothing but hate and hostility and yelling and screaming and anger and accusations. And then after that, my addictions continued to reinforce that in myself until I tried to kill myself. And then I didn't even kill myself right. So I was too worthless to do that. And I just like people, we can be stuck in our own emotions if we want. We can continue to reinforce that drug hit that tells us, oh, we need to stay here. We need to hunker down so we can validate the one thing in my life and my existence that that can uh, express how I feel. And I'm gonna do it through anger. Like I wanna go through this Facebook post because what you guys are gonna see is I had an opportunity to react in anger so many times. But the perception, which our episode was about yesterday, which may be one of the best episodes we've done, the June 1st episode, it was all about perspective. And the perspective is, is that I can look at this and try to explain to these people why, why I am right. But we've said so many times, Kyle, on the show, bro, like nobody cares if you're right but you. Like right. even if you are right, like it doesn't matter. We all want we all want to find peace and acceptance in ourselves, and uh, and so that's why we find these narratives. And so, as I want to go through. I want to put my money where my mouth is at. I want people to see every time I've had an opportunity to be triggered, but I want to show them and I want to give people a blueprint. I mean, even Jesus said it in the Bible: "Turn the other cheek." Now, I'm not mm. a hardcore Christian, but the Bible is full of stories that actually pertain to a lot of spirituality and exactly how this thing works. Like we know that at, at an energetic level. Like we know that at an energetic level, like we're never going to attract the things that we want to us by being right or wrong. It's about how we feel because the human body is just an avatar. It's just a meat suit to experience a three-dimensional reality. Our brain is electric. Our heart is magnetic. And when we can combine our heart and our mind together, we create electromagnetic fields. Like that shows heart-mind coherence, it's proven science. And so it's not, it's never about being right or wrong. It's literally only about how you feel and the vibrational frequency that you create with your cellular being, which is just 50 trillion cells, whether you fucking like that or not, that's true. And so you can sing into your, into your face and until you're blue in the face about how right you are and that all black lives matter and this matter. Like, okay, like, okay, now what? Okay, cool. Now what? I'm the guy that's been fucking showing up and doing my job. I've been supporting all the causes. I've been supporting all the people. I've dated black people, dated, I've dated Asian people. I fucking coached Asian people, black people. Like I've been friends with them. I, it, you know what I mean? People just want to pick and choose and uh, I'm sick of that. And so we're going to take apart this Facebook post right after this commercial break. We're going to go to, uh, for three, uh, three minute break. Uh, we're going to let you guys grab your stuff, uh, grab some coffee, grab uh, some water, use the bathroom real quick. Uh, and really just, you know, 
think about what we're talking about. Maybe this does trigger you. I want to know. Comment in the section. If you guys are watching this, you guys know what to do. If you guys want to be part of the Gillen Gang, text 833-222-2694. Or you guys go to marshallgillen.com and you guys can get more of the Marshall Gillen experience. Uh, this is a hot episode. I feel mm -hmm. like all lives matter. Also, I'm pro-Trump. So if you need a reason not to follow me anymore, there's two. If you need a reason to love me more, there's two. Kyle, I will <laughs> see you on, uh, what's up? Nothing, you're just uh, fast, don't I? Yeah, it's and um and I'm trying to to learn, be present, and um like I don't know, it's like all at once, like all, all while my energy is all over the place. It's just interesting. <laughs> oh, you got me on uh on by myself here. Um, okay. Uh, so let me talk about since we got a few minutes here. Let me talk uh about my experience yesterday. I uh I've been like I've been talking about. I've been all over the place um, lately with like, cause all, all of what, like my reality is being questioned, like kind of like everybody's honestly, is like, what the hell's going on? And I'm feeling like this is the beginning of a revolution. So I'm like, like I said, all over the place and I'm just, it made me yesterday. Um, I just took a day to reflect after the show, um, on my way home, I stopped and did a little Frisbee golf uh, by myself. Um, and then I just sat on top of this hill and reflected and what it came down to for me was I personally am just at a time where I'm uneducated in a lot of things and, uh, I have messes like my, I was, I explained on a live last night that my dresser and my bookshelf are a mess. Oh, what's up brother? I, uh, uh, just explained my day yesterday, uh, but I'm just noticing I was noticing that uh, um, everything around me is a mess and it's a direct reflection of how I do everything because like Marshall says, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Uh, so I'm trying to build a business. I'm trying to better myself. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. Uh, but I have a mess all around me, uh, which the mess is a direct reflection of the mess is internally. So for me, what I reflected was it's my time to be quote unquote selfish and the, the best way for me to help the world, so to speak, quote unquote, the world, um, or what's going on right now is to better myself and to work on myself. And, um, that's just where my reflection led me and it led me to today, uh, feeling drained. Cause I was doing a lot of thinking last night and doing all that. And oh, so I wanted to tell the story about, I stopped, um, because I wanted to get other perspectives. I wanted to start conversations that we had. And I stopped at, uh, these three people protesting, uh, peacefully, very peacefully right up the street from my house. And, uh, they had a couple signs and, um, I was just stopped and we just chatted up, uh, like, like I was getting like perspectives from them on like the black lives matters and, and all that. Um, and she had, uh, one of them had a sign that said all lives matter, all lives can't matter until black lives matter. And, um, and I see people posting and commenting about this. Uh, so I was just curious and we all became friends actually. It was kind of cool. And a couple people, other people joined. Um, but during that, uh, this gentleman rolled up and like waved waved me and this the other guy that was sitting there uh protesting over and he was like um i i agree with black lives matter but uh they're killing each other more than anything else and blah 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 whatever he said i don't even know because i instantly felt a little trigger and i was like dude just go and um and then that almost started like and then that led to him parking his car and coming over and they had a conversation i was trying to ignore it uh because i didn't want to um, get any anger built up in me. And, uh, he, he was chatting it up and some other guy came over and they were chatting it up 
and then the guy was like talking to me and uh he was like and, and and what are you gonna do about it scrawny ass like i'll beat your ass or whatever and i like didn't get triggered by it or nothing but reflecting back to it it again ties into internal uh traumas that need to be healed uh internal chaos the the mess that was around me and everything in my life like that moment right there ref is a direct reflection of what i have going on um so that's just from my this is my personal experience this is my journey on uh, um how how this is playing out for me sorry that that was a uh, I, I digress I let's you, get bro. into i love, you, <laughs> I love you brother so i'm in the middle of a workout real quick but something came to me i was thinking about leadership and i'm tired i was just ready to quit on my last set but something i heard before resonated with me in that moment and it's something i want to share with you guys before i forget to mention it okay and it's about leadership a lot of us claim to be leaders a lot of us aspire to be leaders to be the man or woman who you know sets the tone sets the example but this is the thing about being a leader you can't lead with just power and sheer will i mean you can but that never lasts those leaders always always fall being a good leader means being a servant right you're servient to your people to your community to your audience to the people who are following you you're a leader to them okay so being a leader means holding yourself accountable it means saying the things doing the things you say you're going to do right now how many people watching this if give me a like give me a like if you if you've ever woken up and just felt like not doing it today give me a like if you've ever woken up and you've been like man i just just don't feel like doing it today let me know because you know what we've all woke up that way but this is the difference between being a leader and a follower okay it's so leaders we don't have that choice we don't have the choice to wake up in the morning and say i don't feel like doing it a leader doesn't have the option to say i'm just going to mail it in today and take it easy a real true life leader to change lives to have people follow you and engage with you you have to be willing to give more than you ask for and you have to be willing to put in the time and the effort to do it we don't get to take days off as leaders as leaders we are the ones that keep people motivated okay so if you're feeling like quitting just remember if you want to be a leader you don't have that option Welcome back to the second half of the first hour of the Marshall Gillen Show with Kyle Dillinger. Uh, we're having a real life talking conversation here. Real today. life. I'm. Uh, I was feeling a little fired up. Um, I took some vitamins before the show, uh, but um, I wasn't quite not fired up. 
uh, thank God for that break. I had a couple more vitamins and uh, I'm feeling much better. Yeah, actually, I was th thinking the same thing. I was like, okay, got a little off my chest and, uh, yeah. and, and I saw the little bit of that beginning of that video you shared about like waking up and not wanting to do it, which is a hundred percent what I was feeling today. Like I did not want to do anything. And, uh, and I understand that, um, like it's time for me to step into my leadership to, to you don't have get my to shit together off. and say it again. We don't have those. We don't have a choice to take those. Oh, days. exactly. Yeah. Like that. And, and that's what I'm understanding. It's like, bro, it's like, you don't have yeah. a choice. <laughs> it's not, and it's not even because it's like, it's, it's, it's not the expectation of letting others down. It's just that like Kevin Hart was saying in the Joe Rogan podcast, it's like, dude, um, I'm, I'm in competition with myself every day. Exactly. So you're going to be the weak-minded person that tells me that I need to focus more on black lives matter or this matters or that matters. Like, no motherfucker. Like you need to focus on you. I focus on me. And because of that, I'm creating actual change in the world. And for you to, for you to discount me is a fucking slap in the face to all the people's lives that I've saved mm. over the last three years. Including like, mine. Yeah, exactly. So for anybody that's telling me that I'm a fake or that that's not real, or I don't understand that's I, I, now you don't have to, but to me, I'm like, that's an insult to Kyle because Kyle bought, bought in and changed his whole fucking life. And he's going to change so many more lives. And so for you to tell, say that about me, that devalues what fucking Kyle Dillinger has done. And how dare you try to take that away from him? And so people think that, um, again, when I get mad, like it's defending me. And if you don't like me and you're hearing me say this, you, like my ex-girlfriend, you're going to go, oh, you're only saying that to sound good. No, motherfucker. I'm saying that because this is how I am. I don't need a medal for it. I used to hate it. I used to not be able to accept it, Kyle. I don't know if you've ever felt it before, bro, but I used to hate the best parts of me because there, there, every time I would shine, my programming from reality, which didn't have anything to do with my, I mean, maybe it did, maybe it did, but my reality was I'm not good enough. And so I could never believe in my talents because and even if I started to, then I would think, oh, Marshall, don't get ahead of yourself. Don't be cocky. Don't be pretentious. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? You're not uh, fucking yeah. less brown, so calm down, right? Why do we do that to ourselves, bro? Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm just not going to do that anymore. And so for me, it's just like, that's just who I am. And so when I, I actually got a lesson from a mentor of mine, dude, late legacy Perez, his name is, uh, he was a beat boy, uh, Miami beatboxer. And he fucking, uh, dude, uh, he, uh, uh uh, broke the break dance in Miami. Uh, and he, he traveled around the country, do it. Like, you know, when you go to the boardwalk or something, you see those crazy dance tropes. That yeah. He would do that shit. And then he toured with Gwen Stefani for a while and this and that. Damn. Funny. He looks like me and we we're both in the thrive community. Great guy, real estate investor. Awesome. Big bro. And, um, hmm. um, he, so this is a real life story. And this, hopefully this will, and this will lead us into what we're going to talk about next, about how to take that change. Mm -hmm. Um, when I showed up at the Thrive community, I didn't feel like I fit in because everybody was making exponentially more money than me and everybody had been doing it for a while. They're all a little older. And so I just thought everybody hated me. And so uh, Legacy in particular, um, when I met him at Thrive, I tried, I hit I, him and his, uh, his girlfriend um, at the time, maybe now still too. I'm not sure what the deal is. Listen, you guys, love's complicated, okay? And um, uh, I, the, uh, Legacy and, uh, and Patricia and some other dance people, uh, they did this dance. I didn't know these people. I was watching them dance on stage. It was an like, interpretive dance, Kyle, and the lights were out and all kinds. Like, it made me fucking cry. And at the time, mm -hmm. I was like, why, why am I crying? Because I wasn't like Mr. Crybaby yet. I mean, I was, but now I didn't recognize it like that. And the second thing was, I was like, why is dance making me cry? And my girlfriend at the time was like, yeah, like, that's what it does. It's moving. I was like, Oh my God, it's so moving. So I went and found these guys afterwards. I'm um, in the back 
you know, there's like 1500 people there in the room. And I'm like, Oh my God, you guys. And I was just trying to give them some thanks. And now, now knowing legacy, he's like me, he's like squirrel. Like he can't keep his attention. But I didn't know that at the time I didn't know them. And so I went up to those guys to tell them, thank you. And Patricia and the other dancers like, Oh my God, thank you for coming to say that really means a lot, which is what I was looking for subconsciously, probably not really realizing it. Um, but he just kind of looked over top of me and then left and didn't say anything to me. And I was like, fuck that guy, you know, but he was still the same person then as he is basically now. I mean, now he's grown and stuff, but I'm like, so, so your was, first, okay. your first, um, impression, like you were uh, completely against him. Like, yeah, like you didn't think you would even talk to him again, maybe, or, or be 100%. friends. Well, yeah. yeah, I was like, just wow. How fucking dare you dismiss me like that? Now check this out. Cause it all comes together and ties into me manifesting it all. Cause he looks just like me literally the first, that, that first event, I didn't know him or even talk to him at the time. I had heard of him because he was on stage. I was walking down the hall and part of the thrive community was someone's like, yo, legacy, legacy, legacy. And I turned around and he's like, oh, never mind. You know who I thought you were. Right. So this story gets crazy. This is a real life story. This helped me more than anything. Cause if you've ever felt imposter syndrome or if you've ever, if you've ever felt bad for having success, this is going to make a difference for you. This is one of the biggest moments of my life. So I'm in Vegas. Uh, for the first ever uh, meetup. So for those of you who don't know how masterminds work, sometimes you'll invest a lot of money to become part of a yearly mastermind that a, uh, a certain number of people are part of. Now that mastermind, you pay money to be part of it because the person who's in charge of it is the is doing the vetting, okay? So you pay somebody to create a year worth of value and experiences for you and to handpick the people that he, know, he or she knows will ideally match your ambitions and goals and desires in life. That's what a mastermind is. And so you go, oh, why would I pay for friends? Why in the fuck wouldn't you pay for friends? You know, look at Facebook is a goddamn dumpster fire. Although Facebook, big friend of the show. We love Facebook. Big, big friends of the show. We love, love Facebook. Facebook. Right? Love Facebook, YouTube, love Facebook. Love YouTube, love Facebook. But, YouTube, but Facebook's a goddamn dumpster fire of organic, scared-minded people trying to sell shit to each other. Okay? That's why we created the Marshall Gillen Show because I don't want to live in that anymore. Yes. I'm not about that. Right. I'm helping you guys. That's why I give so much. That's why Kyle and I give so much of our time for free every day. Like it's a, it's a chore to, to do this and we love doing it because we know that we can create change this way. So anyways, bro. Um, so that was my first impression of legacy. Now I ended up investing in, uh, connect shortly after that, uh, that weekend we made the investment. And then now fast forward, like three months later, we're back in Vegas for our first uh, three day mastermind. You fly out on Thursday and then Friday, Saturday, uh, and Sunday, there's like speakers and trainers that fly in and we sit in a classroom and at nighttime we can party and then we, it's fun. It's what masterminds are about, you know, and, mm -hmm. uh, and then creating relationships that obviously can then create money. So anyways, we go out to our first one. I'm scared because I'm like, bro, I don't know anybody here. I don't know how to do this. Now my ex-girlfriend, she grew up kind of in a wealthy area and kind of wealthy. So she is very like fits into that. And she looks like she fits the part. And so she's like, oh, we're good. And so we walk in and we first get to the hotel that first time. It's Thursday, like three o'clock in the afternoon. And all the people are starting to pour in. And all of a sudden I hear somebody yelling my name from the, from the bar, lobby bar. You know, the ones I usually write in the center. They're like, yeah. Marshall, Marshall. And I'm like, who is calling my name? And I look over and it's legacy. And I'm like, clearly he's not being nice to me. He doesn't know who I am. I'm like, me as if I've ever met another Marshall, like my 35 years. <laughs> and so I go over there and he's like, yo, bro, how you doing? Now, if you know legacy, he's the, he's amazing. He's just energy like me. Like we're the same people basically. It's the weirdest thing. Same size and shit. Can't dance mm -hmm. with him, but 
he can't lift like me. You know what I'm saying? And, like, <laughs> um, and so anyways, I walk over there. Now time, you guys got to remember, I'm playing small. Even though I'm, I'm working online, I'm scared as shit of like what I'm actually doing. I don't really believe in it. I'm getting results, but I don't believe in it because it's too good to be true because Marshall's not mm -hmm. that good. And so I don't know how I'm getting them, but it's really hard to make money because, um, because well, it's hard to make money. So I have to do all these things. That's, that's what I'm telling myself. So I walk over to Legacy and he's like, you know, blah, 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 blah. He's like, hey, I want to make sure I talk to you later tonight. Now, his crew who are like all, because Legacy's like boys with Cole. So they're like the top, top crew of Connect. Like they're like, you know, and so his crew is trying to pull him away at the in this instant. He's trying to, they're trying to pull Legacy. They don't know who the fuck he's talking to. He starts talking to some guy. Like, come on, Legacy. We got to, like, Legacy, let's go. And he's like, okay. And they're pulling. He's like, hold on. I'm talking to Marshall. And so in that moment, I really felt important. Like, he really cared because his, his friends were pulling him away. And he was trying to tell me, bro, make sure you come find me tonight because we are going to the Bellagio to a private little area uh, outside on the, on the, like, fountains to have a private party. And so he's like, make sure you find me tonight because Cole's mastermind is dope and he rents out mm. the best shit and he gives us the best shit and so we're there that night and what uh legacy's telling me he's like i've watched some of your videos online and he's like i you're so passionate he's like but i feel like you're like off a little bit he's like you're a lighthouse that's shining so bright he's like but the way that your point is just like a couple degrees off he's like just a couple degrees and I'm, yeah, he's like, but you have such a bright light inside. This is like three years ago. You know, he's like, you have such a bright light inside you, bro. He's like, I don't even really know you, but I can tell like, blah, blah, blah. He's like, so, um, I want you to do me a favor. He's like, I want you to write down a question and bring it to me tomorrow. And I said, what, what do you, what, wait, 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 what do you mean? Write down a question. Like what question? He's like, just write down a question, write down a question and bring it to me tomorrow. I'm like, legacy. What, what kind of question, man? I don't get it. He's like, just trust me. Just write down a question and bring it to me tomorrow. And so. That was that. We went on and had fun. And I was drinking. Da, da, da. I wake up next early the next morning. My head's bumping a little bit, but it's like six o'clock in the morning. I still get up. I head to the gym. Um, I'm pumping iron. Our, our first, we have to be in session at eight. So I'm trying to bang out my, my, uh, my workout. And all of a sudden, it pops into my head. Oh, shit. I forgot to write down a question for Legacy. I'm going to see him in like 60 minutes. Fuck. And the first thing that popped in my head was, why do I always feel guilty when I feel good? Why do I always feel guilty when I feel good? Because it was like my stepfather ingrained in me and then became a habit I ingrained in myself and repeated over and over based on the external uh, reality that I was creating for myself was that I shouldn't, I don't get to, I don't deserve to feel good because I'm a piece of shit. I'm not worthy of it. And so that's, that's what I'm feeling. And so what mm -hmm. Legacy then, so I told Legacy that the next morning and he goes, I'm going to take care of it all for you. He's like, what do you believe in God, Jesus? What? I was like, whatever. I was like, I just believe in a creator, a source. I said, I believe in God. I just believe in a higher, a source energy. <coughs> excuse me. And this is before I knew, excuse me. <coughs> this is before I knew anything about spirituality or anything. And he looks at me and he's like, bro, he's like, then don't take credit for it. He's like, don't take any credit for it. He's like, none of it, you've heard me say this now a number of times. It's because I got it from that conversation with Lexi. He goes, you're just a conduit. He said, God is just working through you. He said, God is just you. Yeah, and you're here and you're just channeling God's message. Mm -hmm. He said, that is your purpose and your gift. Your gift is to show up and to, and to channel that energy. And so for me, I don't know why I'm preaching all lives matter. It wasn't like I sat down and was like, oh, how am I going to just enrage people? Hmm. Oh, all I, like I didn't do it like that. I wake up and I read and I and I, I feel these things and God tells me all lives matter. 
God tells me, Marshall, stand in the face of persecution and stand for love. When everybody else is trying to tear each other down in division and separation, stand steadfast and be strong as a beacon of love, hope, and acceptance and forgiveness. And I, I'm like, I'm, I don't want to show that the post I was going to show on Facebook because I just, it's just going to continue to breed, breed more heat or breed more hate. And so what I want to say, because the people that love me, they're going to want to react and stick up for me. And what right. I want you guys to say is just, you got to learn to turn the other cheek truly. And you are a prisoner to yourself, to your thoughts and feelings and your mindset until you get to that point, because it's never about being right or wrong ever. It's about what kind of love and acceptance and joy can you find in your human experience? Period. Like period. Bro, the, the story you're telling is just <laughs> like, I, we've talked about this before. I, the, the, the reflection I see in you is like scary. Like yeah, it's meant to um, be exactly. That's, but that's just like the story you're anyway. telling, like, and now like you're telling me that, that that moment changed your life and that question changed your life. So I have that written down and that's like, that's so it I'm, applies to so many people. Yeah. And you know I mean? ex exactly that. And that's what I'm noticing also is like the hate or the so, anger, which I don't, I don't feel the hate. I I'm just see, which I, well, I do feel, I do feel it. I, I retract that statement. Um, and the anger I'm noticing that, those suppressed emotions are still inside of me, but they're also in a vast majority of people also. Yeah, you're right. Like through the, yeah, which is, and which is why um, I wanted to talk about a, a little bit about like what we can do um, to start healing today um, and touch on that. 100%. And you guys are going to want to stay tuned for the next hour, the next uh, hour, because Kyle and I are going to dive deep into that. Kyle's going to begin the, leading us through uh, a conversation about, okay, it's easy for us to sit, sit, sit here and talk about being outraged and being holier than now, Marshall and Kyle, like, cool. But like, what the fuck can we actually do about it? Okay. We're going to talk about that because there's certain habits. I call them success habits and results rituals. I'm telling you guys going to want to write that down. Success habits and results rituals. And what I have done is I've been able to curate a set of success habits and results rituals in my life based on the experiences that I've had at the age of 35. So um, I want to share one more story real quick because if that one was powerful for you, then this last one will be powerful and it ties them both together. We're going to take a quick commercial break after that, and then we're going to come back with you leading off the hour. And so if you guys haven't subscribed to the show yet, uh, whether you're on podcast, whether you're watching, listening to us on Apple, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Google, on all the things, whether you guys are watching us over on YouTube Live, uh, where we're going to start releasing more exclusive content, or you're watching us here on Facebook Live, you guys, if you're watching us, you're part of the Gillen Gang. And even if I'm, uh, it's, no, not even if, especially if I'm triggering hate and anger in you, I, I'm, I'm not giving up on you. I, I don't want to block you. And I'm not going to meet, I, you can call me and tell me whatever you want. Like, that's fine. I'm still going to meet you with love and acceptance because I realize that you need healing. And I also realize that you didn't mistakenly list, come upon my message. Like, you may think that, that, that I'm random just to make you fucking pissed off, but I'm not. God put me in your realm because he wants to challenge the way he, she wants to challenge the way that you believe and the way that you experience your reality, because he knows that you're limiting your experience based on the hate that you create in your heart. And so I, Kyle, I don't believe in coincidences. I know for a certainty that you have a massive calling on your life. Otherwise you would not have been, been brought directly to me because Marshall Gillen has a massive calling on his life. That's not me being cocky or pretentious. Like, I don't know. I'm just showing up, bro. I mean, oh, really, Marshall? As you sit here in your fucking mom's spare bedroom on your futon and your fucking running shorts, you have a massive calling in your life? Yeah, bro. I can feel it. And so do you. Like energy attracts right. like energy. And, and, so, and go ahead. I, I'm noticed, I have been noticing uh, your support 
for me that I'm not noticing in myself. Yeah. And um, that's what you like how you talk. Right. And, and like, even, even leading to this office, like, like I noticed that I felt the need to get an office in a clean space because of running away from the mess that I have at home. And that's like what I had that reflection over the weekend. Also is like, like that um, I'm not like, I'm not, supporting myself i'm not believing in myself enough yeah. and that's and i and that starts today <laughs> and that's what it all boils down to though with everybody no matter if you're what your reflection is if you have been profiled and uh you lost a loved one because i was shot by a white cop and a black guy like that's fucked up and those people should be tried especially if it was you know what i mean but right. like can we sorry i got distracted stop? i was reading that comment yeah. <laughs> can we please stop trying to make it always about something bigger why can't we why can't it be solely about the fact that wow Look at how fucking how many hurt people are out there hurt people. You know, 17-year-old kids aren't running around shooting 14-year-olds and then 14-year-olds running around shooting 16-year-olds in south side of Chicago because we have a gun uh, and race problem. Those, those tools are there and they're being used as an expression of a pain that was never hurt. And so when I hear this stuff because of my new awareness, because of everything I've been through, because of my experience, because the investments I've made to learn and grow, like I'm not better than anybody. I've just, I, what, what takes most people 60 years to learn. I am proud to say that I have, I'm 35 years of my wisdom is like the typical 60 year old. Some mm -hmm. people might listen to that and be like, fuck you for being so arrogant. Bro, I'm not being arrogant. I'm a big ass dummy. Trust me. Like I'm a fucking dummy. Okay. I'm a country boy, five time college dropout. Like I can get on the internet and I can turn on Facebook and open my email. Okay. Like I'm not, I'm a dummy, but I have just learned skills because of a growth mindset and not a fixed mindset, which is what we're going to talk about in the second hour. I have skills that I've sharpened like an ax. Hey, you guys ever had a knife that wasn't sharp and then, and then you took it somewhere and you sharpened it and it was like sharp as shit again. Like I just sharpened my knife, right? Like super, super sharp, but it was dull because we were cutting wood and shit with it. And so it's like, bro, the same thing with your mind and your spirit. And so I'm just saying for me, I experienced, I experienced life through a different lens because I'm not going to feed into the hate. Lauren says, uh, dumpster fire. I love watching, listening to you guys. We love having <laughs> you. And Lauren, don't forget Thank to you, Lauren. tell a friend, uh, maybe uh, suggest us to one of your friends or maybe in your group or something like that. We always love that guys. Uh, Rich is saying so freaking true. Fire marshal. I love it. Hey, ooh, look at Rich's fancy new haircut in his ooh, um, See, I was just talking about needing to go get mine cut. Yeah, I got, you're looking I got good. no fade going on. Well, I'm going to mullet marshal. Oh, are we? Um, yeah, because I have. Let's I go. I'm trying, but I'm, I'm scared because I got to find. Um, and then I'm thinking about going to Mullet Marshall and then having like a like a silhouette like of a mullet and then maybe my glasses on a T-shirt that says like Mullet Marshall. Oh. You know what I'm <laughs> um, that would be so fucking. Yeah, awesome. that'd be fun, right? Yeah. And so, um, but again, we're just out here having fun, trying to change, try, trying to change the, the conversation to one of love and acceptance. You guys, what I'm saying is this: it's all about how you show up in life. I want to share this quick story before we go to commercial break because the weekend that legacy kind of dissed me, the, the weekend that I made that investment, I actually, Kyle, um, I don't know if you know this, I won tickets to Thrive. So originally, I won tickets to Thrive. Me oh, and my wow. girlfriend, we bought $97 tickets as general admission to go to this event we heard of in Vegas called Thrive. But then uh, in a completely side thing, we went to a, a, an event in San Diego called, by a, a company called Fortune Builders, which you're familiar with. And Fortune yeah. Builders, I had a little one-day event that sold us into a three-day event. And so we ended up going to this three-day event. So my ex-girlfriend and I go to this three-day event. And lo and behold, the, the trainer is Cole Hatter. And so for three days, uh, we're we getting trained by Cole Hatter. Uh, but Cole, uh, on day two, shared his TED Talk uh, that he had just released about losing his two best friends in accidents that he was in within 66 days. And his, his addiction and why Make Money Matter was born. 
Um, and it hit me so deep and so profoundly that I could barely get out of the co conference center that second day after he shared the story at the end without crying. Okay. Now this is a true story, guys. Cole shares his TEDx talk. I am bawling in the front row. It's the very end of the second day. I run out of the back of the auditorium. Um, I have my shades on and I have to wait for my girlfriend uh, to go potty real quick. And then, so while she goes to go run, run to the bathroom, there's, you know, 300 people pouring out. And all of a sudden from across the room, I look at guys, this is three and a half years, maybe four years ago. I look across the lobby and I see this old lady walking towards me. Like everybody's moving, but her, I mean, she's coming tap me at me and she's walking right towards me. Now I'm standing against the wall, clearly not in a way. And I'm like, well, who the fuck is this lady? I'm bawling. I just had this coming. I just, I just realized my purpose on, on this earth. And this lady's walking towards me and she walks right up to me, bro. I've never seen this lady in my life. It's a true story. I'm waiting for old girl to come out of the bathroom. I'm bawling. She puts her hands on my shoulders. She looks me square in the eye and she says, God has a big plan for you. And then she leans in and she gives me the biggest hug and she just walked away. And I started bawling in that moment. And so we go out, we get in the car and I go live right then and there. This is like four years ago, three and a half years ago. And I'm like, I'm bawling to my audience. I'm so sorry for making this about money. I'm so sorry for making this about um, business. I'm so sorry for all of this. It's such disrespect to my friend, Dustin. It's, and that was the moment that I realized that Dustin and I had to be on a mission and I had no idea how to do it. I tagged Cole and Sonny in the video. No big deal. I don't fucking know them. They're famous influencers. So we go back to day three of the uh, fortune builders event. Uh, and my girlfriend and I are in like the second to the front row. We're ready for a big third day because Cole is the best trainer that there is, especially at that content, which is probably why he sold the most for Than over the years from stage. I think he sold close to $200 million by now. And so Jeez. we're like, we're like, we're ready to learn. Okay. We're ready to learn. And so it's 10 minutes before the fuck he, he gets up on stage. And by this time we've done all of our, we've gone and looked at Cole and what's going on in his life. And we're like, wow, cool. We bought $97 tickets to thrive. And all of a sudden one of the organizers of the event, there's three, 400 people here. One of the organizers of the event, right? 10 minutes before the event starts, day three comes up to old girl and I, and he's like, um, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, Cole wants to talk to you real quick. And I'm like, wait, what? He's like, come on, Cole wants to talk to you real quick. And we're like, like Cole Hatter, Cole. And they, they, he's like, yeah, let's go. And uh, my girlfriend and I, and then guys, I'm sorry. I don't mean to call her old girl. It's just that when I use that term, it's because I was just about to slip and say her name and that rolls off my tongue faster than all oh, my ex-girlfriend. So I'm not trying to be disrespectful to her. Um, I love her. She's an amazing human being. She has a lot of healing to do. I um, mean, I know she'll get there. Um, so just know I'm not being like, I don't hate women, old girl. Like, okay. <laughs> I don't talk the best always. Okay. I don't talk. Good, okay? same, 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 gang, gang. Hashtag killing gang, which you guys know how to do. I know Kyle, Kyle didn't mean that, but uh, you guys see the number at the bottom, 833-222-2694. Uh, text us your comments, concerns. Uh, if you're pissed, let me know. If you love us, let us know. Uh, if you want to be part of the Gilling gang, text Gilling gang to that number. And so um, we go back there and he saw my, my video from the night before. And so him and Sonia wanted to invite me and my girlfriend to their event, Thrive. I was like, oh, we got a ticket. He goes, which ones? I said, general admission. He goes, no, you don't. He said, I'm going to refund you your money. I'm going to refund you your $297 tickets. And I'm going to give you VIP ticket or uh, inner circle tickets, which inner circle tickets are $4,000 a piece. You get to sit in the front row. You get uh, backstage access to all the speakers. You get to go to a private uh, lunch on Thursday with the speakers. You get to go to a private Q&A dinner uh, with speakers on Friday night. On Saturday night, you get to go to a private exclusive um, cocktail party. And then you get to go to a private pool party 
um, with all the speakers. So I'm somebody that wants to get paid to speak. Now we're talking about Les Brown, Billy Jean. We're talking about um, who was there, Tom Bilyeu. We're talking about like the super famous people, Eric Thomas, like people that I want to know and connect with, right? It's life changing. And so at the time, Kyle, I had just bought a Ty Lopez course. That's how I was making money. I bought a Ty Lopez course. He was teaching me how to make money as a social media marketing agency. So I started a digital marketing agency. I was about four months into it, but I was making money doing it. Okay. Changed my life. Ty Lopez taught me investing in myself, changed my life. And I have not stopped investing money in myself since. And so, um, I go to the party. Now keep in mind my whole, you know, my whole backstory, attempted suicide, unworthiness. I'm not good all that shit. So I go to Thrive Connect. I just assume that everybody is there, there is successful, okay? Which I have a whole nother story about this and how Eric Thomas stole my his first two minutes of his speech is literally me, <laughs> which is awesome because that just means that he saw me as an equal. But right. uh, um, so that's, I go, yeah, that's I go cool. yeah, right? I go to Thrive, which is fucking true. I didn't even say that. One of my friends came up to me after the last Thrive and he's like, do you realize that Eric Thomas just ripped you off for like the first two minutes of his speech? I said, did that happen? Did that really happen? Right. Well, what do they say? Uh, Im imitation is a form of flattery. Yeah, and it was not even imitation. It's just that I made him so aware of something. He was like, "Wow, I never even thought." Oh of it. yeah. That's what I made him aware of is because he, he asked, "Oh, well, what are people going to be experiencing at Thrive? I've never been here. I'm I'm the opening speaker. What should I know, Thrive Connect Mastermind, um, about the people?" And I was like, "And everybody's saying this, this, and that." And I was like, "Hey, Eric, what you should think about is the fact that most people are coming here." Uh, this is gonna be the first time ever at an event like this and they're gonna feel like they're a fraud like they're an imposter and so they're gonna be looking at everybody else thinking that everybody else is doing so much better than them but the people that they're looking at thinking that are looking at them thinking the same thing i was like so maybe you can just remind people to not play small and to play big and to go all out and this is a place for friends and he looked at me and he was like wow he's like i wish my 17 year old son was here to hear that man he said thanks for sharing that for me then he goes out the next day uh, and he opens up with like the first two minutes, like almost verbatim of what I said. I was like, I was, it just, again, but every time I'm around famous people, even though they might be full of shit, um, they look at me as an equal. And so I'm like, even though I don't see myself as one, there's something about my energy that they see as one. So maybe I need to change my perspective. And that's what I did with top speaker and how I was able to go do my shit. But back to the, the original weekend. And so I show up at Thrive and I don't feel like, I feel like fraud. Now I have to go be in these rooms with all these major famous people and all the other people who really did pay the $4,000 to have the ticket not some social media marketing agency dipshit who's there with his girlfriend for free. Like that's what I'm thinking. And so we're going through all these things and you've you heard the story before, but I want to tell it again for this episode. And it's like, um, on Saturday night we got to go to a cocktail party. And so the cocktail party is in a small, tiny glass room in the hard rock hotel, a bunch of ass people. There's Grant Cardone, there's Ty Lopez, there's, uh, uh um, uh, Brad Lee, there's, uh, two billionaires, uh, Naveen Jain, there's, um, Chris record. There's, uh, Elena Cardone. There's, uh, uh, Laura Hard, uh, uh, Lori Harder, Chris Harder. Um, uh, I don't remember if Lewis was there. There was like major famous people there. Tucker Max um, in this one little tiny room. And then, I, and then the like eight of us that had inner circle tickets were just supposed to go in there and network with them. What the fuck am I going to go in there and network with these people about? They don't need anything from me. They're wow. billionaires. You understand? Billionaires. You know how much fucking money you have to have to have a billion? That's nine hundred and ninety a hundred hundred million dollars. Okay, that's Jesus. a one billion. And um, so I go into the room, Kyle, and in an instant I realized that the identity that I created online wasn't shit. It didn't mean anything. It was all fake. It didn't mean anything offline. And I felt like the biggest fraud in that instant. I could barely stand it, dude. I, I felt like puking, bro, literally. Mm. So scared out of my mind, 
uh, to be found out and to have to have a conversation with anybody that might find out that I'm just a social media marketing agency who just took Ty Lopez's course. Why the fuck is he here? You, you, you know that I run a multiple billion dollar business or you know that I have multiple millions of followers or you know I'm a multimillionaire in real estate. Oh, you know that I bought a thousand dollar course online and I made a couple thousand dollars in the last few months from Ty Lopez. That's what I'm thinking. And so I wanted to leave, but I knew that I couldn't. I knew that I shouldn't. And so I saw the food table, which is in the, against the wall in the corner, and I beeline for the food table. And I'm just staring at the food, and I just remember consciously thinking, if I can stand here long enough and look like I'm eating, then nobody will bother me, and I'll be able to avoid everybody. And then I remember thinking, oh, I can't do that for fucking three hours. What am I going to do? And I'm fucking having this conversation in my head. And now all of a sudden, I feel a tap on my shoulder, and I turn around, and there's this very... Um, uh, easy looking guy. Like, I mean, like very, like he, he's, he's a good looking guy, but he's very, like, he's very, uh, I don't know. Like I wasn't, there's nothing about him. I can't look to find the word I'm looking for. I really had a loss for words. It's weird. And so I'm looking at this guy and he's, uh, he's very, um, inviting. And so he goes, he goes, yo, and knowing him now, I know why he did that. Cause this is so him. Um, but he walks, he says, Hey, yo, bro. And I turn around. I'm like, what's up, man. And he's like, uh, What's up? My name is Rich. What's your name? I was like, I'm Marshall. And he's like, what, what, uh, what are you doing here, bro? How, what's going on? And I'm like, I just tell him, I'm like, bro, I won these tickets and blah, 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 blah. And he was part of Connect Mastermind. So he'd already been, and I didn't know that at the time, but he was already like in there for a while. And so he's like looking up for, he's just looking out for another, another friend, you know? And I didn't know that at the time. So he's like, what's going on? I'm like, bro, I'm tripping out. Like these people, I, I don't have anything to offer these people. Um, I just did, I just got this course and blah, blah, blah. And I just, dude, I know this opportunity of a lifetime and I should go talk. I'm just so scared. I, I said, really, I think I'm just going to leave. And he looked at me and this is the little, this is the people, go, what's the best piece of, piece of advice you've ever gotten? This is it. This is the best piece of advice I've ever gotten because nothing else has changed my life as monumentally as this idea. And he looked at me and he's like, bro, he goes, he put his hand on my shoulder and he's like, there's nothing that you can give us. There's nothing that you can give us that we can't buy with money. He said, but you know what you can give us? He said, friendship, honesty, generosity, laughter, ideas, opinions. Like how you show up in your energy, Marshall, is a gift. He said, you have an energy like I've never seen before. And you know what I mean? You know what I mean? These billionaires, billionaires in here don't have real friends that they can talk to. He said, wow. how you show up, Marshall, is the, your power. And what I realized, Kyle, is that wasn't, um, wasn't exclusive to Marshall. Yeah, Marshall is wired to, to, for that because my, my purpose is to be on a stage of some sort. But like that energy is inherent in all of us. And so if you want to show up with Black Lives Matter and create more division in lines in the sand, like, okay, and you might be right. But like, is that how you're going to show up? Because as an, at an energetic level, you're just creating resistance because mm -hmm. the, the vibration of anger, of judgment, of jealousy, of rage, of uh, even of neutrality, even being neutral is a lower vibrating frequency than wow. ones of joy, positivity, acceptance, gratitude. And so I didn't know the details and the science behind it at the time. Like that's this Andrew Randall guy that was if, on my, on my um, post this morning. He was just drilling me. And he's like, your reality, he said to me, I said, bro, I said that, he said something about, I don't understand what's going on because I said all lives matter. And I go, bro, that might be your reality. And I accept that, but that's not my reality. I love you. And he's like, um, reality is whatever the majority of people say it is. And I was like, that's the, and I kept, that's the dumbest comment of the year. I said, that's absolutely not true for me. Um, I said, I, you may have heard this little thing called quantum physics and epigenetics. I said, but 
uh, it actually tell you that uh, we're in control of our own reality or whatever I said. And then mm. he goes, oh, I, he goes, as somebody who's actually studied quantum physics and epigenetics, I feel like I know what I'm talking about. Go watch some more YouTube videos. And I'm like, it's so easy for people to discredit self-education, which is why a lot of people stay still play small and they don't believe themselves when they do go get self-educated. Well, guess fucking what? I make more money and I've had more impact than most of my friends that have a college degree, even, even fucking master's degrees. Because going to college wow. doesn't mean shit. That you, you're, you're hoping that somebody else who based on a system fucking decades ago, put together a good enough curriculum for you to learn what you need. Instead, I look at the world, I go, what the fuck do I want to solve? Well, I don't like that people are killing themselves. Why are people killing themselves? Because of unhealed past emotions and because they don't know how to express themselves. Cool. What can I do to change that? Well, I can go live every day and create a platform that can tell stories that don't talk about being right or wrong, but create a space for people to step into and find the greatness within them so they can go out and try to inspire greatness in others. Okay, check. Or and then I can create something like, programs that teach people how to use expression, how to use communication and language to go out and change their life and build their dreams. I can invest in myself. So when people ask me questions or when I'm live or when they're hanging out with me, my perspectives will challenge them and become the best reflection possible they can see of themselves. And so why I say all that is not because I'm cool, but because dummies like me can change your life when you put the energy into good stuff, which does it. I'm not going to go protest with you. Not, not, I'm not going to stand right. up for black, right? right? It's, it's amazing how quickly like new information and it can can change like shift your uh opinion and, and like seeing the perspectives because as you know like yesterday i stopped and and um joined that peaceful protest for a little bit and um was asking questions and getting different opinions and different ideas and now um like with 24 hours or less than 24 hours later i'm talking to you uh learning that perspective of it and and i you're 100 right i've been trying to play neutral so i i i I can feel my energy has shifted downward lately, and that's what it is. I'm trying to yeah. go from – I went from my gratitude to, to neutral. Sorry, say it again. Yeah, because it's a low vibration frequency. Right, and that's – yeah. Wow, so that's interesting. I, well, I didn't know this was going to turn into a live coaching call. Well, because, because neutrality – well, you guys, listen. I'm a lifestyle but coach. But I'm all for it. This is why people hire me because they're like, Marshall, I, I, I have a business – that is not going like I should. My life is not as happy as I should. My health is not as great as it is. And I, I'm angry a lot. And they, they go, how, how can you help me? And I'm like, work with me for 90 days, work with me for a year, and I'll help you. That, that's what I do, okay? And so, yes, Kyle, that's what, that, I used to have a free group. You know that. Um, yeah. I'll paid speaker free group, but I couldn't get anybody to engage in it. And it pissed me off. And so instead, I shut down the group and I said, fuck it. I'm just going to stream live two hours a day, every fucking day. And I'm going to do what everybody else is. Andrew Randall, fuck you. What are you doing? And this is not an attack on him as a person, but like, let's say he's like overweight, but he's been in the military. Okay. So like you want to talk about my integrity, but where is the lack of integrity in your life to keep yourself fit, to be a leader and representation after you've been habitually trained in the military to do that? Now, I'm not saying that's right or wrong, and I'm not shaming him, but let's not point fingers at my integrity when the very physical being that you present to the world shows nothing but a lack of integrity for yourself. That, that's one of the things I said the other day, and I didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings. Like, I won't work with uh, overweight people. It's not, that I, it's not that I have a problem with, like, people that are overweight. But there's a difference between being big boned or being, like, a bigger person and just being fat, okay? And you know the difference. We all know the difference. A lot and, of you, and you can – you see, like, there's a difference between being overweight and being overweight and working on yourself. 100%. Facts. Facts. It all comes down to integrity. And so all I'm saying is that, like, Andrew Randall can sit here and tell me all he wants, but I'm like, bro, come on. Like – I, I know that you're in pain somewhere in your life. 
you're a veteran. I bet you, I bet you that you have struggles physically. Maybe that's why you're overweight. Maybe you didn't choose to, maybe you're in so much pain that you can't. Maybe you've seen things that are so fucked up, bro. That's hard for you to assimilate back to reality. Maybe you've seen things that are so hard that it's hard for you to accept what Marshall's saying, his freedom of speech that you fought for. Maybe you've never felt like you were respected or got anything you deserved. And now for a little fucking smart mouth like me to go run his mouth and disrespect what I've worked so hard for. Like I get that and I accept that. But Andrew Randall, you can't sit here and, and burn down everything I've built because you dismiss everybody's lives I've saved. And I don't, I'm not even saying transform. Because I, I've been blessed. I've saved lives. I get messages every fucking day still for four years about somebody watching. Like the same things that somebody's going to go, I hate you for saying that. People message me and they go, bro, you have no idea how much space your video created for me today. And listen, I don't broadcast all that. I don't, I'm not always out here sharing client results because I don't need to. I don't need to validate your belief in what I'm doing because I believe in myself. And the people that are meant to come to me, they're either going to be a place where they're fucking done being lazy and playing victim. And they're going to listen to a two hour episode and invest in themselves because this is a live coaching call. I give you guys live coaching 40 hours a month for absolutely free. All you have to do wow. is tune in. All you have to do is tune in. If you want to know how it, uh, how it pertains to you specifically and you want my help and guidance, like people message me or comment all the time, bro, I'd love to hang out with you. Cool. Invest in my coaching or invest in coming to Marshall Palooza because that's what wealthy and successful people do. They invest in their network. Your network wow. is your network, plain and simple. Plus it's fucking so baller shit to invest in yourself. I was scared as fuck when I made a $20,000 investment all those year after year, $25,000 one year. But it's like, um, it feels good because it's a baller. Because you're like, oh, it stretches you. And you're like, because growth doesn't have happen in the comfort zone. It just doesn't. Absolutely no growth happens in the comfort zone. And so it's like, I felt like a baller. You put $20,000 down. You don't know how you're going to make that $3,000 or that $2,000, whatever, uh, uh, dollar monthly payment, whatever ours was. Um, yeah, I think it was like 20. I think that's where I got my number from is 20, 2083. We're like, I don't have the money to pay that next month. Are you in our first payment? How are we going to do that? But it just like made me rise to a different occasion because you feel like a baller. It's like, it's like you're, you're Kobe Bryant and the difference between playing in high school, but being on the Lakers is like, you're still the same player. You only got drafted six months ago, but you're like, I'm a fucking Laker. And like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did you, um, did you, at the time, did you have good enough credit to get credit uh, no, cards? No, that's why we had to do it on my ex-girlfriend's credit. And so we've been, pay, we've been investing on her credit for three years. That's why I always say we, even though I don't yeah. acknowledge her, I always say so we. What would your advice be uh, for someone like me with um, very bad credit? And well, yeah. I'm I'm no this is excuses. I'm just saying like no, I'm yeah. asking for no, that's a question. for that's yeah. a question. And then people are going to go, well, Marshall, you don't you can't pressure people in. Listen, Kyle's telling you he doesn't have good credit and he doesn't have the money. Like 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 the, I, I don't believe in setting yourself back. Well, if Kyle really wants this, and if what Kyle believes in his reality is that if he can have access to a coaching program that will give him the blueprint, then to him he doesn't see it as spending two thousand dollars a month. He sees right. it as investing in $2,000 a month because he knows by probably a, by month three at the latest that I'm going to be able to get him an investment, a return on his investment. Based on his experience and knowledge in real estate and what he's doing with the spirituality aspect of things, I can set up, I can literally in one 90-minute call, I can set up a consulting and coaching program for Kyle and we can have a link up and on the internet right now today that will allow him to start driving traffic from this show and from his social profile to that application that are going to get, that can make him money. And I can show Kyle how to sell that by using language to sell that for at least $2,500. So literally by the end of today, if Kyle was motivated to do so, he could have, um, he could have a, a product and service ready to go. Okay, so Kyle invests in me. He, he can pay me the full price, right? Which is 
uh, $50,000 for a year of coaching or $10,000 for 90 days of coaching. So he can pay me $10,000 in full, or he can pay me, um, uh, the amount 12, 12, I think it's 1250, $12,500 in uh, payments for 90 days. If you do it in payments and I can go, okay, cool. Well, let's just say he pays in full for $10,000. Excellent. So he pays me $10,000 and I'm going to show him how to sell something for 2,500 bucks. If in the first month I can show him how to get 200 leads and he can convert, which is not hard with social, social profiles, I get 200 leads a month and I, he can convert just 10% of those. Right. And he sells him a $2,500 product. You guys tell me how much money he makes in one month. Okay. Now take that times 12 months. Now, what is that? $10, I, didn't, I didn't write that down. I was trying okay. to listen and write yeah. at the same time. $10,000 a month. So I can teach Kyle. So if Kyle pays me $10,000 one time, I can show him based on my experience and proven results from the past, how to make $10,000 a month. After the first month that Kyle does that, I don't knock on his door and repossess that information and knowledge from him. I don't go boom, boom, boom. Open the fuck up, bro. I need my fucking knowledge back. No, it's his forever. He gets to keep it forever. So for one time for $10,000 investment, Kyle gets to learn how to make $10,000 a month times 12 months a year. That's $120,000 a year. So essentially what I did was pay Kyle $110,000 to let me teach him how to become a coaching consultant. You see the, the perspective? Mm -hmm. One or the other, and, and another way, like that is a way better perspective than this. But it is also a way to look at it. Is it's not? Um, it's also like if you want to get into the the business side of things, it's a tax write off. It's like an investment. Yeah, it's a hundred percent tax write off. Hundred so. percent tax write off. Which I tell my clients when we get like when we get on, it's like okay, this is what you need to do. Um, this is a tax write off. This is how you need to report it. But um, it's it's continued education, you guys. And so I don't know why we got into that topic, but the point being is that, um, you know, this show and what we're moving forward doing and what Kyle and I are always about is, is literally just spread, changing the narrative. Like I'm not going to stand down and stop being loud. I'm not going to stop stand, sit down and stop saying my, I want to say opinion, but like, I know, I understand that I, I create controversy with some of the things I say, but I do that on purpose. And if you're the type of person that is just going to react to the headline, then fuck you. You're lazy and weak. And that's pathetic to me. Not saying that you're lazy and weak and pathetic, but you're taking lazy, weak, pathetic actions. It's easy to be triggered and to validate your emotions based on your past trauma by simply reading a headline. I make controversial posts like that because if you actually tune into the two hour shows that we do every day, you're going to realize that I'm breaking down stereotypes and I'm breaking apart stigmas and I'm inviting you in a new way to see life. Not because I'm better or worse, but because I figured it out. And if you're actually willing to have a growth mindset, I'm almost positive that you'll listen to me and Kyle and go, wow, you know what? Yeah, I do want to try that because I don't fucking care if you're right or wrong. Neither does Kyle. We literally just want you to wake up in the morning and be happy and empowered and feel joy. That's it. Because we both have wanted to kill ourselves before. We have different details of how we got there. But at the end of the day, we, Kyle and I are simply on a mission to save a billion lives because we don't want people to fucking kill themselves anymore. Okay. So I learned all these things because I needed to learn how to talk people off the edge. And it just happens that all these things are just a byproduct of being hurt. And so I can look at all these, I can look at every social injustice and I know the root of it is the person that started it is hurt. And it's just hurt people trying to get louder and louder and louder and louder. There's having a war on racism is like having a war on jealousy. When is, when are we going to like, we have to heal the pain. The emotion is a creation of the pain. When are we ever going to heal the war on jealousy? You know, right? Like, and that's, that's what makes me realize that that's it's my time to 
understanding that um, and aligning with uh, that I'm a healer, like the the more I stand into my leadership and, and heal myself and help heal others, um, that's for what it is for me personally. 100%. Well, we're going to take a quick, I, I 100%. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Then we come back on the uh, top of the next hour. What we're going to do is we're going to share uh, some details and some things that you have lay, uh, laid out for us that are going to allow us to say, hey, how do we take that next step? It's easy to sit here and say that, Marshall, but how do we do it? So Kyle's going to lead us up the next hour. Kyle, go get coffee. Go take a vitamin break. Go use the restroom. Gil and gang, we'll be back here in three minutes. This is and the money. Uh, training was something I wanted to look into, that having an online business was something I wanted to look into. Marshall is the first person that I got in contact like with. Anytime I've ever been with you, my life's enhanced, bro. Your energy, your fire, like your mindset. Like, that's what I'm not for. Now, I met Marshall about one year ago. And ever since then, he has absolutely transformed my life. Um, man, your course has totally changed my life. And just working with you has been unbelievable. I say a huge thank you to Marshall um, for everything that he's done with the course, uh, everything that I'm learning in the course, um, and just his intentionality. Uh, he's an incredible dude, awesome guy. Yeah. And to be honest with you, if it weren't for this guy, I don't know how today he is. Well, I just want to give a quick shout out to Marshall and you just been a huge inspiration to me, like, From the day I met him to now, I've noticed a huge change in myself. He's helped me get past my limiting beliefs. He's helped me learn through his own actions what it takes to be a true entrepreneur and how to get from where I want, from where I am now to where I want to be. Well, you guys, seriously, I, I say this a lot, but you guys are lucky to be following this guy. Thank you. And I'm so grateful that I did. He has been such a big help to me, and he helped me power through all of it. He gave me the best advice, so much knowledge, so much wisdom. Um, I'm so incredibly grateful that I reached out to him that day. I, I just want to say a huge thanks to Marshall Gillen because I know that without him and his mentoring and his coaching, I wouldn't be where I am. So lucky if you get the opportunity to work with Marshall. I know I am. Thank you so much, Marshall, for everything that you've done for me. I am so grateful for you, and I'm also so grateful to call you my friend. Quick video, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart, man. I appreciate you so much. You have no idea. Marshall Gillen, thank you, man. You are a great guy, and I appreciate everything that you have done. God bless. When the music up loud, it's just banging. And it's just crazy. Well, say bumping in the web like ooh, those speakers go bang. Speakers go bang, bang. I make those speakers go bang. Speakers go bang, bang. I make that speaker go. Speaker go bang, bang. That speaker go bang. See tracks. Speakers go bang, bang. Konnichi, why don't sleep on God? You know I make those speakers knock. Told you we ain't stopping till it's popping. I could see the top. Got it bumping like acne. I run shit like track meets. I'm tricky and crafty. The ball in my court, I ain't planning on passing. Turn me up a few decibels and let me shut down the festivals. My check needs seven digits before you get to that decimal. Yo, what is going on, everybody? It's your boy, Marshall, live. Welcome back to the Marshall Gillen Show with Kyle Dillinger. Yo, bro, my check 
need seven decimals, need seven, seven, seven spots, man. For that. <laughs> you know what I'm, Bro, I'm right there with you. That's Let's why go. that's why I'm here right now. Let's that's why we're, we're stepping up and stepping into leadership and healing sure. ourselves and healing the world. The more you give, the more you get. Let's and go. Now at the Marshall Gellin show. I can't help it. I'm about pushing buttons, dude. I used to push my ex-girlfriend's button so much. I, I don't know why it is. It's just like when I realize that somebody's being ridiculous and playing in victimhood um, and they're unwilling to help themselves, I, I kind of agitate them. And I don't, I don't know why I do that, but I do. And so mm -hmm. if you're watching the Marshall Gillen show, you guys, we don't mean to agitate you. What we mean to do is love you. And uh, in this last half of this uh, show, what we're going to talk about is uh, uh, how do we actually rise above this, bro? It's easy to say, okay, all lives matter, Marshall. And in the perspective, you just literally just spent like an hour and a half like serving to us. But why don't you give us something tangible? And that's one of the things I hate most about the speaking industry is that there's there's just always this rah, rah, rah. There's not tangible steps on what to do next. Well, let me tell you where there are tangible steps on what to do next. The Marshall Gillen Show with Kyle Dillinger. Which is allegedly the number one, number one show on the internet. On the internet so. uh, I love that, bro. And so, uh, dude, let's have a conversation, homie. Like, what, let's uh, go. Tell me. I, I asked you yesterday, I'm like, what do you want to talk about today? Um, and you messaged me. Uh, and uh, share with them what you what you talked about and why you think this is important, man. I said, um, let I don't know verbatim, but I said uh, let's uh, talk about healing. Um, there's so much. Uh, how did I word? It? There's so much hate. Or well, just give damn, me the idea. Word? About. Yeah, just tell. Like, give me the idea of what you talked about. Okay. Yeah. So my bad. Um, just essentially that, um, which it ended up being a reflection for myself. But I I said like there's just so much hate. There's so much hurt. Um, like we need now more than ever, like to help people heal, yes. um, in some way, shape or form. And sometimes, like you say all the time, you don't know what you don't know when you're stuck and when you're not, when your brain's not getting any dopamine releases and serotonin releases, like you stay stuck in a world that nobody, um, should be stuck in. And uh, we've both been there and, and I don't want people to get to that point. And the people that are already there, I want to help get out. And that's what Amen. these conversations are. Let's go, bro. So how, I mean, how do we do that, homie? Um, I mean, so from my personal experience, uh, Evelyn says, give for us me, the pathway. For, say it again. Evelyn says, give us the pathway. Oh. <laughs> um, for me, it was, uh, the first in, uh, investment I ever made into a mastermind was, uh, was fortune builders. We talked about that, um, a few years ago with my parents. Um, and I didn't have any money then. Um, but I was riding coattails uh, on my dad who got us into the, uh, to the mastermind and then i was responsible for my portion and i paid it back after we made um some of the or made some money back from a few investments i paid my portion back um but through that journey that kind of got me into the self-development and the and realizing how you said like um like successful people are always investing in themselves right um so whether it be like a cheap course or um just like reaching out for coaching like this, uh, like investing in yourself and coaching has, from my personal experience, has been yeah. the ultimate game changer. Uh, but essentially, if it starts, like say you're sitting at home, the coronavirus crushed your economic uh, or your, your finances, um, working on yourself would start with like literally going to bed, waking up at the same time, which I woke up late today, which directly reflected how I'm feeling, how everything. Um, I just snoozed my alarm. I was like, fuck it, not today. Um, uh, but it starts with going to bed, waking up at the same time, um, daily routine, so to speak, uh, and what you put on the end of your fork, like that has, well, from my said, personal experience is, is a direct reflection of, of, um, of the healing. And that's what we're going to get into first is like the most tangible thing you guys can probably do to start with, take control of your life 
is to really start to focus on your health. Um, I find that people who are health conscious uh, and wellness driven are some of the most well-balanced people that there are. Now there's a lot of them that aren't, okay? Because there's a lot of escapism and addiction that becomes, um, uh, you know, in vanity. And not because they're actually vain, but because they're so hurt and they have such a little self-worth of themselves that they, they ignore the places that they hurt in their heart and they pour everything into their body. Um, me being five foot six, uh, when I was in my early or my mid twenties, this was me. Um, I was like, I just have to be the biggest, fastest, strongest possible. Um, and I, I didn't realize it was an addiction. I just thought that I really, my body, I, I everything was about it. And I want, I, and it was like, bro, not that that's right or wrong, but it's just like we got to look at our life and ask, you know, where where are we trying to escape? Because the first thing that we need to do is, uh, we talk about all the time, get become aware of what in your life actually hurts you. So it's like, let's talk about the path, mm -hmm. getting up at the same time. Or uh, going to bed at the same time, creating habits and routines, absolutely vital. Uh, your nutrition, absolutely vital. Working out these things, who you're strong, absolutely vital. However, let's get even. Let's let's go back to the even basics, basics first. And I know that you'll agree with this when I say it. Um, let's take a look at the things. Become aware of where the pain is at in our life. Become aware mm. of what's making us hurt. Um, wow, and then, yeah. then we can figure out what what the triggers are. And then once we write those triggers down, once we we so we can see them and don't have to hold them up here. Write them down and then ask, you know, how, ask what those triggers bring up. Figure out what each, each of those triggers bring up specifically. Like, what does that trigger bring up? What does that trigger bring up? Okay, cool. Um, that trigger brings up this emotion. Well, where's the first time? Where else in my life do I feel this emotion? And when is the first time I remember feeling this emotion? And so now what happens if people become aware of what's actually triggering them and then they go, okay, these are the triggers. What emotion does it create? It creates this emotion. What else creates that emotion? This, this, these are other instances that create that emotion. And when do I first remember that emotion? It's work. That's why people don't do it. Because it's easier to fucking sit around and bitch. Mm -hmm. You know why? Wow. Yeah. But that's why I say that people are lazy. Like that's lazy. If you're telling me you don't want to do the work because you're fucking lazy, then you deserve that, to it's it's not coincidental that we're discussing this right now because that's what it's been for me is um i told you that uh, on a call that one day like i um have been like healing like in pieces like i'll write one letter and then i'll wait and all that it's like no like how like you you even said like, why, why why can't you write them all like keep going way? yeah keep going so and that's, that's what it is i'm being lazy about doing the deep work. Well, it's like, well yeah okay I do, you're not being lazy though it's different because you're actually right. Action on what you're doing. So you're just, um, meeting, yeah. you're just meeting more resistance. And the resistance is, is if I dig too deep, I might find that I'm unworthy. Mm. I can't keep going because I'm too drained. That's what you think consciously. Wow. And then you give yeah. yourself permission to take your foot off the gas because we've got to be kind to ourselves. Yes and no. Because you can't, no growth happens in the comfort zone. And so for you, when you feel that emotion, it's reminding yourself that you are, in fact, loved and supported. And the reason that you're doing this is because every time you get to this point, you lack energy. And you know that by pushing through this, you will start to build it like a muscle. And so it's the same thing. Okay, you write down your triggers, but then you don't write down the emotions. Or you start writing down the emotions, but then you're so drained, you don't finish the rest of them. I'm telling you guys, you want to know how to fucking change your life? Write down the things that trigger you, everything that triggers you. And then write down all the emotions that it triggers. And then write down... Um, uh, what other experiences trigger you to have that emotion? If it's hate or rage or anger, if when Marshall says all lives matter, that triggers me to be angry at him. Perfect. Okay. Write that down. Where else in my life do I also feel that angry as I feel at Marshall? I, I, I hear here and here. Okay. Wh when do I, when do I first remember feeling that angry before Marshall and before all these other instances? I remember feeling angry that time that my dad did or my mom said, or my brother or my teacher or that wow. infant. Oh, perfect. Okay. So you want to know how to change your life? 
you want to know how to get started, how you can actually become part of a solution is you have to heal your pain first. So you have to become aware of it. It's called self-awareness. Oh my God, the more you know, the better you are. Who would have fucking thought? What a fucking novel idea. And so like you learn more. I mean, uh, you become aware of what triggers you. Okay, cool. Now, now we're there. Now comes the, the next hardest part, which is to accept the fact that that's who you are and that there's nothing wrong with that. Wow. Not, the next thing is to accept and to surrender to the fact that you didn't necessarily choose to be like that, that you didn't choose to have those things happen to you. And if you did, you only chose it because you were trying to save yourself from being hurt again. And so the reason that most people then never become, I never get uh, after they, if they, if they ever create awareness in their life, the reason they never get over that hump is because when they actually become aware of it, they then are still without, they don't even know. You don't know what you don't know. They're subconsciously programmed at a level that when they become aware, they can only guilt and shame themselves for what they haven't done because that's what they've always been programmed to do. And so most people can never take the next step. They just, nope, whoa, closing that door. Fuck that. I tried. Not for me. Okay. That's yeah. it. And so now mm -hmm. we create awareness of the triggers in our life and the emotions that they create. Then we accept those as not good or bad, but as something that had to happen to make us the person we are today. 99% of people we talk to, uh, if we said, Hey, do you have any regrets in life? They would go, no, bro. I don't regret anything. It wasn't easy, but I don't regret anything because I'm proud of who I am today. Wow. You know what? That's goddamn right. And I'm proud of you too. And you should be proud of yourself. And that's exactly why we can't guilt and shame ourselves for who we've been in the past. But conversely, this is why we can't guilt and shame others for who they've been in the past. I don't believe murdering somebody is right. But I can't continue to hate somebody that's been murdered if he's been tried for his crimes. It's not up for me. I can go, that is not how I want to live my life. And I don't right. want that in my reality. And this is not what I stand for. And as a way of living, the way I live my life, I don't have to stand up and go, murder is fucking bad and wear t-shirts about it. Murder's bad. And I should live my life in a way that would make people know that love and kindness is what I believe in. I don't need to stand up and go, black lives matter to prove that I love black people. That's ridiculous. And anybody else that says that, that, mm -hmm. that, that I'm ridiculous, that's okay. That's your opinion based on your experiences and results. But so Kyle, what I'm saying, dude, is like, yeah, you're right. Let's get even more tangible. Uh, tangible. Let's get even more granular, and we'll get you. In yeah. So, so you make me realize, or make me realize, okay. you yeah. have uh, reflected that. It, yeah, like it goes beyond it, um, another step further beyond what changing what's on the edge, uh, the end of your fork. Um, like, honestly, looking back, that some of the uh, healing work we did at the retreat is was like allowed to, uh, and yeah like the that was the fucking like yeah. game changer so so healing and like writing a dude the writing i don't know what it is yeah. but about it, it but i know you've touched on it and like there's something with the pen to paper and like it's powerful writing that letter and um yeah and then writing letters since then like forgiving myself like writing yeah. a forgiveness letter that that's huge. powerful well we're right. going to go into the fork things i think it's very important i mean i think it's very very important but I want to take oh, you yes, where same. to start. And so it's not like, okay, first we create the awareness. Now we create acceptance. And from acceptance comes forgiveness, forgiveness for ourselves and forgiveness of others. Now, once you reach that point, once you're ready to forgive yourself and to forgive others, which is not easy, it doesn't matter how much of a diet you go on, how good you get at business, how famous you get, whatever activist level you reach, doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, it's going to come crumbling down if you don't first learn forgiveness in your existence. And it will continue as a pattern of crumbling and self-destruction until you die.
The reason that Marshall Gellin went and built a, built a multiple six-figure business and earned his clients over three and a half million dollars combined in the first 90 days. And I did all that in the first 18 months. The reason I did that, and then I lost it all. I lost the penthouse. I lost the condo. I lost the business. I lost the, all of it. Lost the girl. Lost who I was. Was because it was all built and predicated on rage and anger. And that rage and anger was, I'm going to prove all of you motherfuckers wrong. I'm going to prove you wrong, Phil. I'm going to prove that you should have loved me and paid attention to me. I'm going to prove you wrong, dad. I'm going to prove you wrong for walking out on me and mom. And all of you haters from high school that said I was going to be nothing, fuck you. I'm going to prove you wrong too. And what I do, bro, what I do, I went out there and I saved thousands. Of, I, I transformed thousands of lives. I've saved dozens and dozens and dozens of lives. I've made tons of money. I've traveled the world. I, if you, my clients have made exponentially more money with my system than I have. Because they've been more, they've been at point, there have been higher level people that are more healed in their process than I was. And so I took a look at all of that and it all came crumbling down in 2019 because I realized it was all built on lies. Because right or wrong, and even though I was helping a tremendous amount of people, everything I did was built on the fact that I had to prove somebody wrong, which is a vibration and frequency of resistance, of anger, of rage. Was I right? Yeah, fuck them. But did it help wow. me? No. And so what I'm telling people is you can do whatever you want and you'll have temporary success. But like Tony Robbins says, financial success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. I'm going to say it again for the people in the back. Financial success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. Money is not going to make you happy. I promise you. And so what happens now is that people look at this of what's going on. And I go, listen, I went out there and made all the money. I did all the things. I started to build my brand and started to get known globally. And then it wasn't, wasn't what it was cracked up to be. That's why I started this show. And people still want to sit here and, and judge me. That's okay. I'm still going to go live two hours a day with my best friend, Kyle, Kyle, I almost called you another name, Kyle Dillinger. I'm still, going to, I'm still going to do that. I'm still going to invest in myself. I'm still going to invest my money in myself. I'm still going to go to work every single day and try to get more clients. I'm still going to try to get my brand out there. I'm still going to try to get more listeners and more viewers. I'm still going to try to reach more people. I'm still going to try to get more people to text Gillen Gang to 833-222-2694. I'm still going to do that because I'm evangelical about my cause. And if I have to ruffle some feathers and it's going to piss people off and turn them away from me, then so be it. But I have to do that to be able to get through the people that I know that are meant like people like Kyle. Listen, showing up and energy that creates that change is who we want to become. And so Kyle, let's get back on topic of how we can actually start this change. Okay. Well, first we have awareness of what our life is like. Then we create acceptance of it. And then we have forgiveness around it. Once we have forgiveness, now we start to set what's something that's called goals. Now, this is the biggest thing. If you want to, know how to start, you change your life. You have to set goals. You talk about it all the time. Everybody knows exactly to a T what they don't want in life. Well, I don't want this. I don't want to deal with that anymore. Okay, what do you want? Well, I don't know, but just not that. Okay. So if we live in an energy, it's a law Still of attraction. There. Yeah, right. A law of attraction is everything that comes it comes to clear goal setting. You guys, every single morning I wake up and I rewrite my goals every single day. They're on all of my doors oh, everywhere shit. because it's subconscious programming. I never forget on the days I don't feel like getting up and doing it. I get up and do it because I know that it needs to be done. And I don't claim to be perfect. I just claim to never fucking stop. I claim that I'm never going to give up. I claim that I'm never going to settle for the settle for the status quo. I claim that I'm never going to stop trying to be the best for you guys. It's you that drive me. I'm set up for this. Not because I need a fucking pat on the back because like legacy told me I'm just a conduit for God. I didn't choose this conduit. I mean, I did, but I didn't like, I didn't choose this. This is just who I am. So I'm just living into it. Kyle is, uh, doesn't feel comfortable on lives. And over the last uh, seven episodes of doing this with me, he's gotten more and more comfortable. Trust, 
he didn't choose to be my co-host. I kind of just it kind of fell into it. I kind of got him into it. hundred percent. And that was part of my resistance because uh, like running away from success kind of thing. Like I've always, I was telling you weeks ago that, oh, I'm a behind the scenes guy. Yeah. But that's not what my, that's not what I've told myself. Or not. My whole, my whole life. I realized that when you shared the picture from four years ago of you standing against the, uh, at the pool shirtless with your tattoos and you're like, I thought I was such hot shit. Ha ha ha. Like I want Kyle to get back to that in some regard. Like I looked at you and in that picture, I could tell that you believed in you. Now it was, it was, you believed in you back then. And as from a, probably an insecure standpoint, where it was more of a, a mask to puff up of like that, how hurt and alone you really were, um, that you don't actually need anybody that, but you actually wanted your dad, that you wanted your friends to understand that you wanted to be more. And so I don't want the way that you show up like that to be because of the same driving force, but I want you to take the things and experiences, you know, now and show up as that same guy because you, you are hot shit because I'm hot shit. And we don't have to apologize for that. Not everybody's meant for this role and that's okay. But this role is not better or worse. It takes all cogs in the wheel to keep it strong and on the road. See what I'm saying? And right. so for people that want to go out and do black lives, this like, protest or like, you don't understand. No, bro, you don't understand the energy you're creating. How you're showing up is creating resistance in and of itself. Tell me that black lives matter to me is racist. I don't go around going light, white lives matter, white pride, but gay people get to have a parade. I don't care about that. Let everybody celebrate them. How about everybody gets to celebrate what they want to celebrate for themselves and shut the fuck up and be nice to people. Love yourself. How about that? Okay. It's like Eddie Murphy said in raw, tell Bill, I said, have a Coke, a smile, shut the fuck up. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> so facts. Like, facts. And so I'm not trying to be unkind. And that's what triggers a lot of people. They go, you're being an asshole. I can't believe how insensitive you are. No, no. I can't believe how lazy you are. I can't believe how entitled you are to your willing ignorance. And I don't feel bad for the reality that you're creating. Guess what? I've created multiple ways for you to step out of it. You can tune into our free show every day and you can start to create space for yourself. You can buy one of my programs and you can learn a skill set to make yourself money. You can invest in coaching uh, so I can teach you one-on-one, -on -one, so I can teach you over the course of the year. You can invest to come to Marshall Palooza and you can hang out with me for a week and you can see my MO. You can see how I operate every day. You can live a fun life and see what it's like. How does Marshall Gillen live every single day? What's a week with Marshall Gillen like? Come out and see. And that in and of itself will change your life. But if you're going to be a headline reader, if you're going to be a headline reader and you're only going to play into the headlines I post that are designed to trigger people and you're unwilling to learn past that, then fuck you. That's how I feel. Because mm. I, I, sh I, I showed up and I, I sacrificed a lot in my life and I've lost a lot to have what I have. And I'm proud of me. And I'm not going to let anybody tell me that I'm less than because of what I say or don't do because I show up every day to do that. And that's what this show is for. I, if you guys go back and look at the original thing I shared, the really original video when I came out, this is my journey coming high public speaker. You'll see, I did this to take away your excuses. So fuck you. Cause I'm a harder worker than you. And unless you're willing to outwork me, guys and gals like me, like Kyle are going to beat you every single day. And it's not about who's better or worse. It's about when somebody told me that my life can be whatever it is. And it's completely up to my judge, my judgment. I was like, that was like three, that was like four years ago. And I was like, tell you what, I am never fucking wasting another day. I'm doing something that's not going to take me or my mom or my family or my friends to where I want to go. Wow. This is the Marshall Gillen show with Kyle Dillinger. We're going to go back to one, our last commercial break. Uh, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about something specific, which is, okay, Marshall, you talked about goal setting. Well then 
how do I actually goal set? Because I don't quite understand it. Kyle and I are going to dive into the things that we have done uh, with goal setting. We're going to touch briefly on this uh, forgiveness letter that is that is usually only paid up part of my paid content, but Kyle's mentioned it so many times. I want to share it. We're, we're going to give it away. We're going to, and that's not good or bad, bro. It just we just don't talk about it. I just don't talk about it a lot. So let's talk. Yeah. About it. This is the Marshall Dillon Show with Kyle Dillinger. It is uh, quarter till eleven Central Standard Time, June second, Tuesday. We will be back uh, after this short break. Y'all make it too hard on yourselves. Entrepreneurs, you guys overcomplicate everything. It's simple. If you guys want to know how to make money online, you have to think about the tools and the resources that we have available to us. So think about it. You think of a platform that distribution happens on, like a radio or a TV, right? And what used to happen on the radio or still on the TV, right? You have a TV. That's the, that's the thing that gives distribution. And then what do you put on the TV? Or the radio you put shows on the radio right you put content on the radio but you don't just make tv shows and radio shows for anybody you make shows for people who care about it and then what you do is you get your tv show or your radio show in front of people who care about it it's your target audience right well now that you have their attention now that they're watching your distribution uh machine like a tv or like a radio now that they're watching that now that you have your attention now that they're watching your show, what's the next thing? How do TVs and radios monetize that attention that they get? By selling advertising and marketing, right? They run commercials, and those commercials are what pay people. That's what pays the TV station. So what they do is they use their distribution tool, the TV, the radio. They go out and they make shows that people are going to care about in a specific audience. They run that, and then they run commercials to these people, and they sell them stuff. Today is the exact same thing, you guys. The mobile phone is a TV. Whatever single channel you put it on, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, that's a channel for distribution. The whole point is to entertain, educate, pique the interest of your ideal audience. Once you have that attention, then you can monetize it. We don't really necessarily run commercials on social media content, but we post links. And those links go to offers, services, promotions, right? It's the same exact thing. So. Again, entrepreneurs, don't overcomplicate it. Social media is just a broadcasting station. It's a media company. It's a tool, right? That's all it is. So you guys understand that the mobile phone's a TV. That's a distribution tool, right? Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, that's a TV channel. Whatever content that you put on it, your TV show, that's how you get the attention. That's how you get your target audience. And then whatever you drive the traffic back to is you drive it to a link or a landing page URL. That's the new age commercial. So don't overcomplicate this shit, you guys. And if you want to learn more about it, I have a free training. Comment below and I'll show you guys exactly how I am turning my social media into a TV station and how I'm creating myself as a social media personality. I'm telling you guys, location-free lifestyle and you get to talk about whatever you love, whatever you love the most, whatever your area of genius is, that's the TV shows that you can produce. All right? Let's think smarter, not harder. I would stay silent behind all the scenes. Just plotting to come up and get in my belt. Now suddenly reality is a dream. They man, they put all the I pray to God when all these people see Yo, you guys, welcome back to the last part of the Marshall Gillen show with Kyle Billinger. Um, it's interesting, dude. I again I tell you, bro, I don't finish watching all of the videos when I do these commercials. I just go on my phone. Um, if you go to my phone, uh, right now I have 1,654 videos on my phone, 1,654. Um, uh, and so literally I just go and I just start scrolling and I stop and I'm like, okay, this one. And then I'll, I'll start to watch the beginning and then I'll fast forward to the end now and just make sure there's no call to action on something old. Um, and if there isn't, uh, then I just make the commercial. 
bro, every single day we do this, it's the commercials line up almost perfectly. That I was literally just saying, like, damn, that for both of these lined up. And the one in the like, middle, is all of them have, and it does it every day. And I don't do that on purpose. Like I swear to God, like I started watching that. That video was shot three years ago. It was shot three years ago, and I was talking about that. Now look at us here. Like I'm telling you, I was born for mm. this. Bro. <laughs> bro. Oh, yeah. It's a, and it's almost like oh, thank you. It's almost a. It's like uh, playing if you get into the, like, I don't want to get it off topic, but if you get into the, like the vortex and and it coming back to the same 100%. Like, yeah, in your life, that's what it seems like. This it's the same. I don't know. It seems like it's aligning. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, everybody should be getting coaching from me or everybody should become the Marshall Palooza. I mean, still. either or, or or both. So let me ask you, bro. We're talking about, um, talking about, uh, you know, starting to change. And so let's go through it with you and I, um, how it worked. Like I, we talked about setting some goals. And so like, we only have about 15 minutes left, but like, let's talk about that. How, how, how did you go? How did you decide to start to change your life? Um, you saw my content one day and you've been watching a lot of Gary V and, um, you just came to a conclusion and you took a series of steps. Did you set some goals? Like, um, what, how did you get started changing your life from 10 months ago to where you're at now? Um, honestly, I, I set goals in my head, but at the time I wasn't writing them down. So I, my goal at that point, um, the day after, uh, I was close as I ever was to, um, ending my life, I, I just decided that for me, it was desperation that I was going to change my life and I'm not going back um, to the old ways. Um, but through this journey, I have realized uh, other things like my subconscious programming and all mm -hmm. that. So it, it really did not change how I thought it would. Um, but nonetheless, it just led me to. So for me, I saw your videos after Gary V. Well, I had already known who you were and, and seen some content. Um, but then I just saw one that like I, I can't remember which one it was, but everything in the video was like. Oh my God, that's, I'm watching a video of myself <laughs> and I was like, I have to talk to this guy. So, uh, we had our, our, um, initial talk, um, which you've mentioned before on a previous episode where I was, uh, at the hospital at the time with yeah. um, my girlfriend at the time. Um, and she was actually giving me shit about like going out to take a 15 minute call, but I was like, I'm sorry. I have to, like, I have to, like yeah, yeah, I have to. And, uh, I ran out there, we had our call. Um, and then things that progressed since then, uh, I invested, um, I was in your group, uh, transformation alpha. Cause at the time I wanted, like you said, get my, my little bit of my confidence back because I had been aware that like, I wasn't who I used to, be. I used to be the life of the party. I used to be so like the social butterfly. And like, I noticed that I didn't want to be around anybody. <laughs> like I wanted to be like completely alone at all times. Um, so, um, that's originally what got, uh, got me into that. And I actually didn't even have the money, uh, side note. I like used Gary V's, uh, advice about like, look around your house and sell some shit that you don't need. By the way, this fucking dude went out and started to join the program. <clears throat> I think it was 300 bucks. Yeah. 300. Went out and sold stuff from his home to cover the cost, to cover the investment. Which, uh, at the time, luckily, I had a pair of Jordans that I was holding on to that I never wore. I never even took out of the box more than like three times uh, to sell, and it was like 290 bucks. So I got the, the 300 essentially to get that. It was divine timing. And uh, no doubt. Um, started to go with that. And then, as you know, like things kind of, I, I can't remember exactly what happened. Um, they fizzled out. Uh, I think it was because of um, lack of. Uh, people showing up, I, yeah. I, I believe is like that group. Oh, no, for, me, for the Transformation Alpha? 
Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I forget what happened with that. Exactly. Well, it was, um, uh, we started, uh, I don't know what happened to that actually. Yeah. I wasn't we got into something else. We got it. We ended up in Gillen university, I believe. Um, no, well that was transformation alpha. You ended up being part of the grow and grow retreat. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And which, um, we, uh, we did some we touch on that weeks and then, and then it's like, okay, so that was the first point. So let's start, stop there for a second. Cause Kyle, um, was watching uh, stuff online. He was at a point in his life and he, and this, instead of continuing to do the same things he did, he just decided I've, I've learned that I can learn skill sets and new ways of being that can allow me to have more of what I want. And so him and I had a phone call. Uh, it was like a, maybe a 30, 50 minute phone, some, somewhere around there, 30 or 45 minute phone call. Yeah. Um, it was transformational for him. Uh, and he decided he wanted to take a chance on himself. And so based on some content that I created, he, in the conversation we had, he's like, yeah, I want to make change my life. And I believe in Marshall. So he sold some shit he had in his house, comes up with $300, invest in the program. Okay. Owes other people money at the time, but he invests in the program. And then he starts hanging out and we start connecting a lot more. He starts changing this thought, that thought uh, we're doing more phone calls. Now we're kind of becoming friends. Um, and then all of a sudden, um, I'm hosting, well, not all of a sudden, but I'm, then I was hosting a, a men's retreat in Joshua Tree. And um, it was, Kyle couldn't make it, didn't have the money to make it, wasn't going to be able to do it. And then we just, I was like, Kyle, we got to make this happen. So it was literally like the day before. And I just invited him. I said, this is the last time I, I, I can't give it to you for free, but you got to make this investment. And um, in that last minute, man, fucking, he just, he made it happen. I don't even know how he made it happen, but he just knew that it, it, it was going to change his life if he was showed up. He didn't know how, and he wasn't like, he was just like, I know I have to. Uh, I don't know if you, uh, um, full disclosure with it. Um, I saw your video you posted um, about in, uh, submit a 60 second clip. If, if you're like, I'm, I don't know if you, I'm sure you remember that. Um, you were like, uh, submit a 60 second clip. Um, I need a little bit of help with some things and uh, I'll, I'll let you come out to the retreat. And uh, that's a hundred percent how I, I didn't make it happen. Um, well, monetary. yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Monetarily yeah. wise, I didn't make it happen. I, I, I was like, Oh my gosh, I really want to go. Like I made a 60. I don't even remember what I, it was. I get uh, you. Stan. I get yeah. you. Um, and so what's happening is I need somebody to help me like be my right hand man. And so uh, I told Kyle uh, to come out and he's like, well, I don't have that. I can't make that investment. I said, but make the, the investment of, I said, if you pay for your flight, then just make the investment in energy and time while you're here, which me might means it takes away from some of the experiences that the rest of the people are having. And he was like, he like, he didn't even ask anybody. He's just like, I have like 300 bucks or 400 bucks, whatever the flight cost. Literally. Was, it was like, I, I had like 10 bucks left over. Or something yeah. After. And he's like, the and I was even out. talking to you the day I was talking to you. Uh, we were on, we were on, uh, our Tuesday calls and I was like, bro, what would you do in this situation? I literally owe the person I live with, Money. Um, money. And, and I told you what I tell you. You, you were like, uh, uh, I, I think you were like, um, I was like, you should do whatever you think you should do. I said, yeah, yeah but you, and you were like, for me, I would, I would uh, what you should do, <laughs> your which I aligned with. And I was like, you're right. Like I knew at the, at that moment, I knew I had to go to this retreat. Like yeah. my being, I've been telling you for like uh, two months up to that point. I was like, dude, I have to, I'm trying to figure out how to get it. But now that I know what I know, I was constantly creating resistance with allowing the money to flow into so that I could do that. Um, which is like interesting to look back and reflect on. Um, but at the time, like, dude, I was like, dude, I have to go to this. I was telling my dad, I was dropping hints with my dad, hoping he would just offer me the money instead. I could, I most likely could have asked him for yeah. it. Um, but we just have like, right. he, he's, um, like with, uh, 
growing our business and stuff like he I know he cares about the like he's real methodical with the money yeah. and all that um so yeah. I just sometimes create not sometimes I do create yeah. resistance with asking money like yeah. that um but yeah so I uh I was just like I had to go and then that you you submitted that like hey I need yeah. a, uh submit a 60 second video I was like oh my god this is perfect how, and I just prayed on it and uh and it and it happened <laughs> how how uh how shortly like, uh briefly how how um transformational would you say that 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 three or four days was for you that four days that, was for you I constantly reference that as like like okay the day that I woke up um on July 20th after I was closest I was to committing suicide like and things started changing like the next major event that I would say that can literally completely change my life was that retreat like that's uh it's yeah. just and, I'm and that's I appreciate what it is. It. Yeah, I bl <laughs> I'm blessed that I was able to provide that space for you. And now let's talk what that's allowed you to transform out what else in your life since then. I mean, that was in November. Uh, now it's May or June. And um, now now we're all these months forward. I mean, I mean, I, let's talk start with the dad. I mean, how, how much has your dad has your relationship changed with your father um, since since that retreat? Uh, it, um, so again, I've been reflecting a lot and I realized that I created a lot of the resistance with this relationship myself. Um, but through this process of healing, bro, the, the relationship is like, I mean, uh, I wouldn't call it a complete 180 because we're, I'm still healing and we're still growing. And, um, but it's like, I mean, it, it's damn near a 180 difference because, um, I'm not creating that resistance. I don't have that thoughts and like, I'm not blaming uh, myself or him for anything. I'm not judging him or myself for anything. And like, just forgiving, right. um, just forgiving our, our, how, for how would you say your dad's energy has changed uh, since your energy has changed towards him in the last few weeks or the last like maybe a couple months? Wow. Um, I have not reflected on that until this point, but uh, I mentioned to you one day, like he sent me a message. He was like, uh, He's, he said something along the lines of, dude, today I, I, uh, I said this and this and I feel completely uh, better about it and I'm going to hold myself accountable. Like I've noticed, he, like he, he's always been a leader to me, but I'm noticing like he's like, he's getting his like uh, energy back and like he's stepping into some powerful like uh, mindsets. What does it mean to you uh, as a man uh, and as a son to know that uh, based on your leadership, that now you're having an opportunity to lead your dad, um, so you guys can both be happy and and, and together. That's big. Um, I'm sorry. What 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 was the first like part how, of that? How, how do you feel knowing that oh. you're having an opportunity to lead your dad by just by the way you show up? I'm gonna be honest. I have not thought about it like that. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, isn't it crazy? Isn't it cool to see that you, to know that even though he's your father, but at, but still as men, you guys are equals. And that you co-create the reality that you want together, and just because you are going to lead him through this part of this season doesn't mean that you're better or worse or ahead of him. It just means that isn't it awesome that you're at a point in your life where you and your dad can stand, hug each other, say yeah, I love you, and say you know what, we're not the best that we can be, son, uh, but we're on our way. And I'm grateful to have you as a son leading the way, and that's because of the energy that you've created and allowed him to start seeing himself because of your actions and your investments um, and the simple things you've done you've now given your dad an opportunity to try to see you in a different light. And that might give him an opportunity to, to say, you know what, I'm actually proud, I'm, I'm, I, I'm proud of the son I'm raising. Not that he wasn't before, but I'm proud of the son I'm raising. And he's making me, my, he's making this, this old man think, maybe I, maybe I need to change something, like what are we talking about? I mean, my mom is 62 and I, I've been with her the last five months. Um, she could come in here right now and say the same thing. She's like, you've, she tells me, Marsha, you've completely changed my life. 
the awareness that you've allowed me to create. We're talking about people that have been set in their ways for years, not better or worse or bad or good, just like changing them by our leadership, how we show up and the energy that we, that we choose to show up in, which is what we talked in a couple of the stories we shared today. And so I, I just think it's really important for people to understand from this talk that um, when I talk about investing or coming to be part of the things that we do, it's not because I want money from you. I mean, I do. Give me your money. Pay me instead of somebody else. <laughs> but what I, what I mean is that like, um, I do this because I know it'll change your life. Kyle asked just uh, before our last commercial break, he said, well, how would you recommend somebody that has bad credit and doesn't have the money? How would you recommend going about that? Well, I would recommend that if you, uh, I mean, listen, the money's always available. If you're, if it's in Minnesota and it's wintertime and your water heater goes out and you have three kids at home and, and you, everything's frozen and it's $2,500 new water heater and you don't have any money and you have bad credit, trust that you're going to find a way to make sure your babies have hot water so they can have their food and have their showers. Right. On our break, I was thinking like, okay, you're thinking about it from the scarce mindset standpoint of like, oh my gosh, how would I get, how would I make it happen? How would I do right. this? If you look at it from the growth standpoint, I realized like, oh shit, you have access to all the same real estate training you've had for years, the same training that you've watched your dad be successful at the last two years while you sit back trying to yeah. figure out what the fuck you're doing. Right. Um, which I've also realized like I was just blessed to partner up with the right people and it happened to be my parent, my dad, my stepdad. Um, but um, yeah, it's just like I have, I could, I could get this 2,500 quickly in real estate and, yeah. and looking at it from a growth mindset uh, standpoint is a, uh, the way to do it, I guess, is yeah. what I'm and trying well, to say. That's the There's no right or wrong. And some people, some people will, like I heard this funny saying the other day, the rich get richer and the poor stay broke because they fucking, I think everything's a scam. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I see people on all these advertisements mm -hmm. with like courses, um, like say, oh, like, yeah, the exact same, like, oh, this is a scam, blah, blah, blah. Like, have you done the course? Have you done? Because yeah. what we've realized through uh, this self-development journey is like you get like you can get all this information, but 99.999 or whatever percent people don't actually do that, take yeah. the action or do anything yeah. with it. That's why people give away courses for, and do, not necessarily the only reason, but they give away courses like this and amazing deals yeah. like this because they, they're trying to impact over income first and foremost. Right. But then they also know that like, they don't care to give it away for a dollar. Nobody's like 99.9% .9 of people aren't no, going to do anything right. with it. Yeah, hundred so. percent. And that's why I go for, uh, live on the show every day. That's why we do it. Cause I'm like, okay, well then I'm going to put my money where my mouth's at. Like I'm going to sell expensive stuff because I'm worth it and my information will change your life. And if you can't afford that, I understand. And if you really truly are, can't make it happen, then guess what? You can invest time and energy instead of money and you can show up on these shows every day and you can learn it. I mean, if you watched us two hours a day every week, bro, I mean, literally we would, we'll change your life. That zero is not about that. <laughs> every episode we have is absolute fucking fire. Not because I, not because we're something like, yeah, we're amazing, but it's just God working through us. It's just we arrived at this time, space, reality because this is where it's supposed to be. And so it's like I, the, people will say that, okay, well, Marshall, well, I'm not going to give you my last dollar. Like how could you take some? I, I don't want your last dollar, dollar. And I'm not telling you that. What I'm saying is that nothing changes and nothing changes. I have a testimonial from a man named Matt. Uh, uh, he was uh, in his early 40s, father of living in a toxic-ass situation with his uh, ex and their, uh, their, his ex mother, mother and father-in-law in their house. Um, and they're just, they were just awful to him. Um, and he, and he just couldn't be there for his son. And, um, I ran a uh, program, 12 week program, three years ago called Inv uh, unstoppable mindset. And this man uh, invested his last thousand dollars. Don't ask man, had a kid and all the thing. I didn't tell him to do that. As a matter of fact, I told, I told him not to. I said, I can't take your money, Matt. 
And he said, no, he said, Marshall, you have to, he said, it's so important to me that you do, because if you don't, I'm going to blow that thousand dollars on something that'll never come back to me. And it wasn't like necessarily drugs. It just was like, yeah, I'm going to spend it on rent or I'm going to spend it on food or I'm going to like, I'm just spending it. I don't know when I'm gonna have a thousand dollars next. So I want to do this. So he invested the money, spends 12 weeks with me, changes his whole life, right? It's a testimonial that said, I was, I spent the rest of my money on Marshall and I'm the best decision I've ever made. He then went on to get involved in real estate investing and help people not, uh, build their business. He's been making money since then, changed his life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But you've got to be how you do one thing is how you do everything. And so I'm not telling that you have to invest your money. If you do, I will make money. I will make your money back or I will make you fit or I will make you whatever you invest in. Like I'm a lifestyle coach. I'm blessed to be versed in tons of areas, which is why my, I'm a success because I've poured hours of myself into learning myself and understanding. And so what I'm saying to anybody else is like, Kyle's like, well, how would I get the money? I'm not telling Kyle to go ask his dad, but I'm saying, go ask your dad. I don't know. Right. Go ask your dad. Uh, like, I literally, while talk. you were talking, was right. thinking about, I have to have a conversation with my dad today yeah, and uh, like, see, and I'm at least, if he says no, he says no. And then I go to the next option. But for now, because you that, already think he's going to, that's why you don't want to ask. Right, exactly. You already think he's going to think less of you if you don't ask so that you already have that perception. So, so why not go try to take a chance at changing it and go, you know what? Oh fuck. I didn't realize I was so supported and not telling him to do that or not, but no, yeah. the change that you want in your life, it's going to take hard work. It's easy to loot. It's easy to riot. It's easy to protest. It's easy to stand up and rage and yell and scream and post about what you think everybody else should think but it's hard goddamn work to show up and hold yourself accountable and then to do the work to actually change your life. And it's even harder that once you get through it, to put your money where your mouth is, mouth's at and show up in an energy or to invest the money to change it. I get that it's hard, but I did it. So I can stand here on top of the mountain as I continue to build and go, you know what? If I did it, you can too. I've been racially profiled. I'm, I'm a product of uh, separate households, divorced parents, of, of domestic abuse, which we didn't even get into. Why is it okay for my ex-girlfriend to beat the fuck out of me, but everybody just goes, oh, bro, man up? It's no big wow, deal. Yeah. I've been sucker punching myself. Yeah. She put holes in the door of my fucking studio that I had to lock myself in, the, in our, in our high-rise just a couple, like a year ago, because she was raging. And based on the other three times that she beat the fuck out of my face, I thought she would do the same to me, so I locked myself in my studio. Instead, she punched massive holes in our door. Like, Jeez. we don't talk about that. I don't need to throw her under the bus for that. I need to tell you that she was hurt as a little girl because her best friend did sexual stuff to her boyfriend. And then she went to school and her best friend who was very popular made all the popular kids think that she was crazy and stupid. And so my ex-girlfriend looks at every popular person that has charisma and, uh, and outgoing and is naturally very smart and well-spoken. Wow. She looks at all of them as the people that pick on her. And so the more success I had in my relationships, it only reinforced the feeling that she wanted. So she made my life a living hell. Not because she hates me, quite to the contrary. It breaks my fucking heart because I know how much she goddamn loves me. I know how much my ex-girlfriend was, and she may not now, maybe we're past that, but I know how lovely. I mean, she, that woman loves me and supports me more than you can ever imagine. More than you can ever imagine. Mm. Like ever. And even while I'm mad at her, and even when we were falling apart, but she could never let that be the leading emotion because the feeling she had in herself was so bad and so toxic and so low that she couldn't get past it. To the point that when we break up, she then has to rake me over the coals and make it look like I'm a deadbeat who, who refused to pay her. We talked about borrowing money. I had, to, I had to ask my girlfriend. I didn't ask her. As a matter of fact, I told her I was not my idea to invest. When we left to go that weekend, she said, Marshall, we're absolutely not investing in anything. I said, okay, we, we're not. We don't have the money. We went up to the hotel room on Sunday night, our uh, hotel room Sunday uh, of Thrive uh, during lunch break. And she's like, we got to figure out how to do this. I said, we can't. I said, we don't have the money. So not only that, we can't. 
we can't even make the payments. And she's like, I know I'm telling you, I feel like we need to. I feel like we need to. I, I have credit cards. I have credit set aside. I think I can make this work. I said, babe, are you sure? I said, I, I don't want you to ever be able to come back and blame this on me. She's like, no, no, this is our decision. This is our decision. This is our decision. She told me every year that we made that investment, every time she had to put on her credit cards, I, I always showed up the same way I showed up with you. Marshall, what should I do? I owe my girlfriend money, but I want to come to the retreat. Bro, I can't tell you what to do. Only you know your experience. If you're asking me, Marshall Gallon, only based on my results and things I have, I, I can honestly tell you what I would do is go. But that's not right or wrong. Hey, you know what? So I told her, you should invest. We can't invest. She said, no. So we spread it over three credit I think it was five credit cards. She says it was three. It's funny to laugh and joke about when we were a couple. Um, but now not so much. I don't know. It was three or five of her credit cards, but we're back there and they're trying three credit cards. Okay. No. Well, let me call. Hey, what's the limit on this card? Okay. So you can put this amount. Uh, uh, you can put uh, 8,714 on that card. Okay. Okay. 10 minutes later. Okay. What's the limit? Okay. We can put until we got the $20,000 on three cards. All right. Mm -hmm. If she wants to turn around at all these years later and tell her, Oh, I support him and all of his dreams. And he made me do all of this. Even though she went to the same trainings, she had the same fucking network. She lived with somebody who's made people millions of dollars and who's helped heal and save lives. But, but it's my fault because she couldn't like, you see what I'm saying? She right. She's the victim. Oh, I'm black in America. You don't know what it's like. You're playing victim. All of that may, may be right or wrong. And it's going to trigger some people. But the reality of it is, is that you can play victim to your reality, whether you're right or wrong or not, but it doesn't change the fact of the outcomes that you get unless you change your outcome, what you're putting in. And so for her, we had to break up. She goes and tells people, oh, Marshall's a deadbeat. I'm $100,000. He doesn't make that. He can't even pay me. I, he's going to make me take him to court. Perspective. In reality, we've talked about, I used to pay you $400 or $500 more than the minimum payments until just when I came home and, and, and this past January, and I could no longer afford to pay you $800 a month, but I could make the minimum payments of $200 a month. And as I've publicly told my audience over the last year that I've lost everything, and this is my journey to healing myself and building it back up, like this is, this is what I'm telling you guys. Now I'm making more money. I'm making more money than I was that this time last year because making money is easy when you turn levers and you turn them on. Mm. You can't get there unless you're willing, willing to heal yourself. And so she goes out and tells all these people, Marshall's this. I'm like, well, okay. Well, you're not telling the people that I didn't make you invest. It was actually your idea all three years in a row. Uh, you're not telling the people that uh, I've paid for everything in the background for all the for most of all the years while, and while you kept your money. You're not telling people of all the times I've told you, babe, I don't care if you want to go fucking paint with tomato paste on walls for a living. I will support you and I'll show you how to make money doing that. Like all those things. But it all comes down to that hurt and anger that she blasted me all over Facebook for, that I lost a $50,000 deal for, that I wasn't invited to speak back at TAB because of, is, is, is rooted in the fact that some little girl sucked on her boyfriend's little pee pee back then and then went to school and made fun of her for doing it or, uh, and made her feel outcast. And now because she never went back and healed that pain, there's all this, all this rage and anger. And it's the same for everybody. No matter what, no matter what your details are, it's all the right. same. And so it's the same. It's the same uh, it, with different details. It's the same stories that I've been telling recently and today. Is like all it's those emotions are felt by human beings mm. the exact same. Same exact way. Like same everybody. Way. Like so. That's how we can be related. That's how we do relate right. to one another. It's like I, yeah, I don't know what it's like to do X, Y, and Z, but I have known what it's like to like hate yourself and hate your life so much that you don't want to be here anymore. 100%. So it's like those emotions to me feel the same. They're the same. If some guys out there, um, uh, you know, breaking shots, some black guys out there like ruining things or fighting for his justice or peacefully protesting, my heart bleeds for that man or that woman 
because I know what it's like to feel those feelings. Okay, so I've never been black. I know what it's like to be fucking picked on and to have somebody tell you you're not good enough and to think to have somebody think that you're less than a person. I know what that feels like. I didn't have to be black to know mm -hmm. that, but I have my own experience in life that made me feel like that. So if you're telling me that you don't feel validated, you don't feel heard, you don't feel respected, you don't feel like what your ancestors put in is matching what you're getting these days, let me tell you, you're probably fucking frustrated. You probably think it's unfair. You're probably ready to be heard. Guess what? I've had things happen in my life where I feel the same. We're all the same. All lives matter. All of them. They all matter the same. Not one is above other because this persecution is like, no. Oh, I'm more, I, I deserve to be heard because I felt more jealous than that person felt jealous. So listen to me first. Oh no, I feel more jealous than that person. Listen to me first. Oh, I've been through more racism than that person. Listen to me first. No, I've been through more racism. Listen to me first. No, you don't know. You don't understand. Wow. Everybody shut the fuck up. You all just want to be heard and accepted and loved. What are we talking Point about? Point blank period. Love. That's it. That's, that's why we exist. You got into a lot today, bro. But um, bro. for anybody that's wondering, man, it's like, listen, successful and wealthy people, they invest in three things. They invest their time, they invest their money, and they invest their energy. If you want to close the gap, you have to invest all of them. Okay. Like, that's why I'm a coach. That's why I believe in coaching. And that's not even because I'm like, I'm an athlete, bro. I've been an athlete my whole life. That's what I was. I'm just like, fucking let me show up to the field. Give me the fucking the game plan and then put me in and give me the rock and get the fuck out yeah. of the way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so. Wow. Yep. Thank you. Just, you, you don't know. You might not know what you just unlocked in me. But, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's, thing, though. Every that's, that's what Kobe does. That's what, that's what, that's what the dream team did when they showed up to play, uh, you know, and the dream team, like that, that's what, that's what they do. It's like uh, the best of the best. They they know that LeBron James isn't trying to go out there and coach himself. He doesn't. He doesn't want that. He's like he knows how good he is, but he's like I need another set of eyes to always be watching me, to hold everybody accountable, to hold me accountable, to continue to get me up when I don't want to get up, when I want to push news and don't. The best. And that's an, that's another key thing in the coaching is is the accountability part of it. Like okay. that. That's, that's a game changer in itself. Affirmation and accountability. I need you to affirm that I'm continuing to do the right thing. And then once I, you do affirm me that I know that I am doing the right thing, will you hold me accountable? Oh, wait. So I am doing it right? Yeah. Man, I just wasn't fucking sure. Thank you for telling me that. Am yes. I doing this co-hosting thing right? Yeah, you're doing it right. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Right. And so what I'm saying though, just like, again, it's just for people like, that's, that's the way I look at it. So that's why I always invest in coaches and masterminds and courses. Because very much I'm still that athlete. I'm the athlete in life. People go, what do you train? People are literally at the gym. They're like, what do you train for? I've been saying this for years. They're like, what are you training for? You're like fucking ripped up. I'm like, I train for life, bro. Because sometimes you're going to be in Las Vegas when the mass shooting breaks out and you think you're going to be getting mowed down. And I need to be able to pick up my 130 pound girlfriend and I need to be able to run at a four or five clip out of the door. I need, I need to be able to do that. Okay. Wow. When I'm fucking coming back from a long ass camping trip and I realize I fucking locked my keys in the house and I have no way to get back in. I need to be able to run from the tree and fucking ninja jump with one foot off the side of the balcony and jump up to my fucking grab the bottom of my deck and then pull myself up so I can go into the balcony. I need to be able to do that. I train for life. Same thing with my mind, same thing with my spirituality, and same thing with my emotion. Give me the fucking rock. Get the fuck out of my way. Tell me what the game plan is and put me in. Because Marshall Gillen wants to take the game winning shot. Marshall Gillen wants to be, I want to be the speaker on stage. I want to be the man on camera when everybody else can't get it done. When, when your world is burning down, I want to be the person you call because I know that I have the capability to change it all. I know that literally, ask Kyle. Ask Kyle what, I, what one 30-minute phone call with me can do to your life. That's my <laughs> gift. I can't. I, I've already touched. I, yeah. words, can't, words can't describe it. It's just like if you, like I keep telling uh, people that 
in my network or or my my close uh, friends and family when they're like ask what like oh what do you got going on because they'll see me they see your name and my name now like connected and they're like oh um like uh like who's that damn i forget where i was going with that what would what, we just say people seeing our name connected and being coaching and like no right before that would you say which way which direction are you going um damn i forget bro i'm sorry i got sidetracked i'm trying to tell that story but uh just like the the reason oh when that's you, what i was going to say i say your name so much because like from my personal experience like you are like what changed my life like yeah i realized i had friends and family in my network that love me so much like i realized that like reflecting back i'm like oh shit i wasn't focused on their love so i get that now but at the time i was still in survival mode not accepting the love and support from the people closest to me and marshall gillen god happened to lay marshall gillen or or, or through me reflect you however um you want to look yeah. at it um, so Marshall Gillen was the catalyst for my life changing and that's I, is what it is. And that's, and that's why I'm like, to me, that's why I don't question like now it's like figure out how to get this money right. to continue yeah. the coaching. And that's the thing. What we're manifesting is also manifesting us. I say that all the time. You just go, Oh, and then God put you in my life. Or I guess I put you in my life, but the Kyle says that because what's manifesting, what you're manifesting is manifesting us. And so whether you're right or wrong, going out and protesting and rioting and looting and being a keyboard warrior and making everybody try to see your perspective on online is dumb, stupid, because you're just creating energy that's no good. It's not resourceful. Mm. It, it just doesn't make any sense. And so right. um, I'm not, we're not going to subscribe to that here on this show. Um, no. and, and you can tell me you hate me or um, and you can tell me I don't understand. And I promise you that I'm not going to pick on you. I'm not going to bully you. Um, and I'm not going to, I'm also not going to engage with you like in an argument. I'm not going to feed into, it. I'm just not. My, life, my whole life has been that, you guys. And most of Kyle's uh, life and internal dialogue for sure has been like that too. And it's just like, we're not, we're not going to do that anymore. Right. I will 100% choose love and acceptance and forgiveness. And I will continue to tell you I love you. And I will continue to tell you I understand that you're hurt. And I will continue to tell you that, if you, that I, I'm not the type of leader for everybody. And I'll tell you, you have two choices. You can hop online and listen to these conversations and actually then make an, an uh, informed decision. Because I know that if you listen to these conversations, I'll probably change your mind. Or GTFOH, get the fuck out of here. Because okay? this is the killing gang. This is what we're about. Okay? And I don't need, I'm not here to, to change your mind. I'm here to create a space for those who are ready to change their own mind. And if you want to join that kind of tribe, then that ties into how so we're going to wrap this all up right here. That ties into how do you change your life? First, you got to heal yourself. Then you got to get clear on your goals. And then power of association, period. Heal. Point blank, period. Yeah. Heal. Uh, find your goals and then find the power of association. That means aligning with people uh, that are, are, are driven to do the same things that you're doing. Like I said, we just said earlier in the episode, your network is your net worth. If you want to make more money, have better people in your life. The quality of your life is directly predicated on the quality of your relationships. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Write this down maybe. The quality of your life is directly predicated to the quality of your relationships. That's friendships, that's uh, uh, romantic relationships. And so if you don't have a good relationship with yourself and there's constantly turmoil and anger that reside in front of you, then every single time there's a, I mean, we could go, dude, we could go back forever and find names that have been forgotten. You know what I'm saying? Of right. Murdered. You know, like. Right. There's, yeah, there's, it's constant that, and that's one way that I've been looking at this is just knowing from the fact that things are framed a certain way, like you mentioned, it's like constantly, it's like. It's like, I also look at it from that pers uh, perspective or try to, at least sometimes, um, you know, I get, I act out of ego or whatever it is. But, yeah. um, if you really look at it from that perspective, it's like that it were, 
yeah, I don't even want to get into those talks, but yeah, it's, it's framed a certain way. It's framed yeah. for us to, to create division. And it, I can't, I, this is another reminder. I can't, we can't keep giving our energy to that. hundred percent. Bro, this has been no. maybe the best episode we've done so far. Who knows? <laughs> I keep, we keep saying that, but I, I believe in it too. It's like, I'm, and I'm noticing the more I'm releasing and like how you mentioned earlier, like I'm, it's not like I'm Mr. Confident over here getting on lives. I'm still not. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, trying to break through the ice a little bit. I did another live last night, which I didn't even, I was so scared to do it publicly. I did it to only me first, just practicing. And that's then awesome. I released it. It's like, awesome. I'm at that stage, but I'm, I'm trying. That's, that's what Dude, it is. So. That's it. And that's why we do this show. Cause we're not saying we're better than anybody else. We're saying we're just like you. There's lots of things that scare us and we're going to share them on, on, uh, on live television with you guys every single day, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, uh, because we believe that uh, we can save a billion lives, save a billion lives, the power of vulnerability and storytelling. And so whether we have four viewers or when it's four, uh, 400 and when it eventually gets to 4,000 viewers um, and I'm popping on, it's like 4,000 viewers. It's like, yo, bro, we're still going to be doing the same shit. I'm right. still going to taking vitamins. I'm still, I'm going to be in a better studio, but I bet you, I still have board shorts on. I bet you that I still have, well, I will, will not have shaven unless I had to go speak at a place. Um, I bet you like, I'll still be helping people. I'll still be good doing the kid, like helping the kids. If you guys go to marshallgillon.com, you can literally find the tab. It says save the children, mm -hmm. click on save the children. You guys can donate to on your national network of hearts uh, on a mission to, uh, rescue. Bro, I gotta get my, I gotta get my international network of hearts shirts. I, like I'm, we talked about it one day, uh, about like we want to in, um, give our money to organizations that we know for sure the money is going to good causes. And I, and I know from learning through you that this is one of them. Uh, so for now, like that's one of the uh, organizations I want to represent too. So I love it, bro. Yeah. I love you, bro. All right, guys. You too, the Gillen Show with Kyle Dillinger, uh, Tuesday, June 2nd. I don't even know, maybe the eighth uh, edition of what we've actually done. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Again, I have no idea why you guys do, but uh, Kyle and I are just so incredibly grateful. Um, I just love all of you guys. I accept all of you guys. And although we won't always agree, I think that's the beautiful thing in life is that we get to experience contrast, which means that we're alive. Finding the mm -hmm. joy in that is finding the joy in existing. Kyle, do you have anything to say before we hop off? Uh, not today, honestly, man. I, we covered a lot. Uh, I guess I guess I'll part with this is um, like start to forgive yourself. We'll leave yeah. with that. Start to forgive yourself. And uh, if you guys are a wordsmith, like I would consider myself, you guys make sure you ha head over to marshallgillen.com and um, check out the Marshall merch. Uh, I have a new shirt up there. It says wordsmith. I got mine that's gonna uh, coming on the way. Uh, if you guys are wordsmith too, you know, be part of the Gillen gang, join it. Guys, mm. thank you so much. This has been another Thank show. you guys. I love, love you guys. And we'll see you, love you brother. Uh, tomorrow. Love you, bro. Peace.
what is going 